You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Nine, Network. Nine. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter 2023 football. Sponsored by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Tonight, your Exeter Eagles finish out the regular season against the Mannheim Central Barons. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Dashing Darren Ziner and Jolly Jerry Gellif. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Football pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gellif Media. Tonight, the Section 2 title up for grabs as your Exeter Eagles and the Mannheim Central Barons tangle at the top of the hour. It all gets started after these messages. You're listening to the one and only Exeter Sports Network. or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. The Exeter Sports Network is live. Don Thomas Stadium on the campus of Exeter Senior High School for tonight's game between the Barons of Mannheim Central and the Eagles of Exeter, along with my broadcast partner, apparently Jolly, Jerry Gellif. Interesting uh, way to segue here. Well, if uh, if you think that was an interesting intro, you should hear the one for Muhlenberg tonight. <laughs> I can only imagine. All right, dashing Darren Ziner. Yeah, that's stretching it. We've also got sideline reporter Ava Strauss. I don't know if Ava's on yet or not. How about the amazing Ava Strauss? The she amazing Ava on. Strauss. You're on. Oh, not yet. Well, you could be. Well, we could be. Well, Go she ahead. said happy Friday. We'll get there. We'll get Go there on, eventually. We'll get back to Ava in one second. We'll get back to Ava in a moment. I apologize. That's all right. Hey, Jerry Exeter licking their wounds after a tough 34-27 loss at Conestoga Valley last week. The 20-game regular season win streak ends. 
They were number three in the 5A state rankings. Depending on what you look at, obviously that number has dropped. And they've dropped out of, uh, again, a top 10 in a few areas. But Coach Bauer, you have to think this past week, he had a tough job. He had to put that game. It's one of those in sports you have to have a short memory. You have to learn what you can from it. But you have to have a short memory. But coming out of that game, learning as much as you can against a very good Mannheim Central team tonight. Darren, I think that putting the thing behind you is just a, a, basically a good life lesson. Girlfriend drops you, put it behind you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like anything in life, it's past. You can't do anything about it. Focus on the next task. That is true. Talking about last week's game, and we'll talk about it, Jerry. There was a stretch in there, five touchdowns within a three-minute span. It was dizzying. It really was. But the way that game started was actually very positive for Exeter. They take the opening drive. They go eight plays, 65 yards, a three-yard genuine Stutzman, three-yard TD run. P18, no good, but they take an early 6-0 lead, 8-16 of the first, and We've seen them get out of the gate slowly, so it was actually a good sign initially to see him put those points on the board. Indeed it was. So as you get into the rest of the game, the folks will see what happened. Is It was just there was that shootout moment that you were talking about, uh, five touchdowns in three or four minutes, and then the defense just didn't close the deal. That's right. In fact, that drive for Exeter would be the only extended TD drive for Exeter on the night as far as those eight plays. Conestoga Valley would possess the ball for the majority of that quarter. They would follow that with a 16-play drive of their own, aided by a roughing the punter call. They ultimately didn't score. It was a missed 32-yard field goal, but what that opening drive proved, Jerry, was that Conestoga Valley could move the ball, and nice job mixing the pass in with the run. Yeah, they were very consistent all night long. How many three and outs did they have? Did they have any? They they probably had one or two. Right, not many. But it was uh, it was short lived. Yeah, and, and that wasn't a fault of the defense. It's just that that's a pretty good offense, Darren. That's right. Conestoga Valley took a seven six lead. Seven forty eight of the second. A one yard Achilles Mobley TD run made it seven six. Junior Casey Gerhardt. Had an INT, it would set up a 34-yard Riley Martinez to Jaden Zandier. Catch and run for the touchdown. The two-point conversion would fail 12-7 at the half. And, and I say 12-7 with an Exeter lead, but it was precarious. Sure it was. I mean, five points, it's not even one score. So what would you have wanted out of that? Do you want a 21-7 lead? Would the 21-7 lead have made a difference? Possibly. But, again, that's a good team, good defense, and everything. I mean, it's the way it went. From my vantage point, the 12-7 at that point, more or less a sign of the possession. When you take a look as far as how long Conestoga Valley had the ball versus how long Exeter had the ball, that's where it's a matter of, okay, Conestoga Valley could control this clock, and then you got the feel that potentially the team that had the ball the last could be the team to run away with it. And, of course, as we'll find out, Exeter had that opportunity uh, ultimately to tie it, but needless to say. So each team would have a possession in the third before the Buckskins would take the lead. A a huge 24-yard pass. It was second and 20, Jerry. Mm -hmm. And 
quarterback Liam Cheek, give him credit, rolls out to the right, waits for the defensive back to come up and take him, and he puts this little dink to their Jaden, Jaden Johnson, 141 yep. yards yep. rushing on the night. I think bought three or five catches as we'll get to. But it was a big 24-yard play, continues the drive there, sets up a seven-yard TD pass from Liam Cheek to Josiah Garcia. That two-point conversion would fail. But Conestoga now has a 13-12 lead at 116 of the third. Again, a long drive, eating up a lot of the clock. And now we're almost into the fourth, and Conestoga Valley has a 13-12 lead. Right, so that's that's one of the other things that Conestoga Valley did really well. They did a lot of clock chewing, whereas Exeter was hitting things fast, and perhaps if they'd slowed it down a little bit, if they'd kept them off the field a little, might have gotten a different result. Yeah, Jerry, that's when things got crazy. Five touchdowns in a span of two minutes and 40 seconds. So here we go, 9.39 mark. Kyle Jankowski catches a 20-yard, and this is of the fourth quarter. Kyle Jankowski for Conestoga Valley, a 20-yard touchdown pass. Conestoga Valley has a 20-12 lead. Then 16 seconds later, a 53-yard touchdown run from Jaden Zandier. The two-point pass to Zach Zandier, 20-20 at the 9-23 mark of the fourth. Mm -hmm. So there are the first two. Let's continue, shall we? And in fact, of course, what had to happen, my tablet fell over. <laughs> See, if, if there isn't any kind of humor here, it's one of those where anybody that has a, an Android tablet, you have to figure out why when it drops, all of a sudden the screen goes black. But anyway, Zach Zandier ties it with the two-point conversion, 9.23 to go in the fourth. It's tied at 20. Special team strikes for Conestoga Valley. Isaiah Sensenig, just 12 seconds after Jaden's touchdown, yep. takes it 88 yards on the ensuing kickoff for the touchdown. The PAT no good. This could have been a game where between two-point conversions and PATs, probably as many missed attempts as yep. we've seen all year. Yep. Needless to say, 26-20 Buckskins at that point. However, not to be outdone, Jaden Zandier once again, a 58-yard TD run 18 seconds later. 27-26 Exeter. However, when we talked about keys to the game, it was a battle of the Jadens. Jaden Johnson for Conestoga Valley would get the last laugh. He'd have his own 58-yard touchdown run. At the 6.59 mark of the fourth, Conestoga Valley, the 34-27 lead. It capped a 21-point fourth quarter for Conestoga Valley. Exeter puts together a 12-play drive at the very end. Ultimately, they're snuffed out on downs at the Conestoga Valley 23. The Buckskins take over. They run out the clock and come away with the 34-27 win. Yeah, it was at that point of the game, it was almost like, uh, can we use the word schizophrenic? All right, here we go with the national anthem. And we will go silent.
Riley Martinez would finish last week's game 5 of 14 passing, 105 yards, a TD, and an INT. Jaden Zandier, as we mentioned, another monster game, 20 carries, 201 yards, his seventh 100-yard game on the season. Again, he had that third TD in the receiving game. He caught two for 38. Conestoga Valley's Liam Cheek. He completed 11, 14, 11 of 14 for 120 yards, two TDs and an INT. Jaden Johnson led the Buckskins, 15 carries, 141 yards. One of the telling signs in that game, Jerry, 44 rushes for Conestoga Valley, 269 yards, the most Exeter's given up all year. Yeah, that'll doom you. And uh, that'll doom you, number one. And they also had a very potent passing attack. So you got to bring that defense you got to stop them once or twice. I mean, it was a good game, Darren. There is absolutely no shame in losing that game, you know. But it's one that you wanted. You wanted to keep the the 20-game streak alive. You wanted to f- try to finish the season undefeated. And just came up a little short. They have decided that Exeter will receive the ball to start the game. Jerry, taking a look at the last two weeks, and this is a really telling sign. The Exeter defense has really been stretched. 389 total yards against Conestoga Valley, 380 against Hemfield. The Barons average 415 a game, so yeah, the defense will really have to step up tonight. Yeah, it's I, I, to me, the, the key to the game is going to be... <laughs> okay, sorry, I, I, I got sidetracked there. It, it can happen. Yeah. It can happen. Just go on with what you were saying, because that, <laughs> now, now the dude lost. That's all right. Let's talk about Exeter's defense, though. Even though they have been stretched over these last couple weeks, they're number five in the league in scoring defense. Junior linebacker Casey Gerhardt leads the team with 52 tackles. Junior linebacker Tyler Flanders, say hello to mom, Angela. Obviously known her for quite some time. So, Uh hello, Angelo. There you go. Uh, Tyler leads the team with 11 tackles for loss, five sacks. Add to that a blocked field goal and a PAT. The ball on the tee. Mannheim Central getting ready to kick it off. He's got the okay from the official. The ball's in the air. Right to left on your radio dial. It's taken by an up man. He's got the 30. He'll get... Just about to the 35. That's where Exeter will take over first and 10. So, Darren, we're looking for a potent offense because uh, we, we know that this Mannheim Central team can sling it and they can run it. So, we're going to need to match them one for one if we're going to get a victory tonight. Yeah, it's, it's certainly the possibility of having a shootout here tonight in Riften. We'll talk about the Mannheim Central offense once they come on the field. Riley Martinez will be in the gun. He'll have Jaden Zandier sidecar right. Here's a quick throw in the flat. Carter Redding has it. He's got the 40 still on his feet. It's going to be a first down. Nice. He'll get out to the 46-yard line. It's a first down for Exeter, and the drive will continue. Indeed. So we've got Carter Redding out there in the flat. Took a real quick pass. Maybe that's going to be part of 
the strategy is to make this stuff happen fast because if you give Mannheim Central the opportunity, they're going to break through that line. And that might be something. The Mannheim Central defense, one of the best in the league. So first and 10, ball on the 46-yard line. Here's a jet sweep to Carter Redding. Right to left, he's got the 50, the 45, the 40. Well into barren territory, another first down. Take it to the 37-yard line. An impressive two plays. Darren, are we entering the area of trickeration yet? Not yet. That, Not that was yet. a simple jet sweep right to left. Carter Redding in motion. Takes it, goes around left end. A lot of room to run again to the 37-yard line. Mannheim Central is not looking for this. That's why I was going with trickeration. I see what you're saying there. <laughs> Say hello, Ava. Hi, I'm here now. Martin is in the gun. He's got, looks straight back, throws it over the middle, trying to hit Zach Zandier. It's off his hands. No good. Incomplete. So did Zach let his eyes and his feet get ahead of the ball? I don't think so. It looked like it was a little bit behind him. He threw his left arm up. Okay. So throwing the left hand up. I think Ava just gave away your roster. That's all right. I actually have another one in right there in my, if he needs it, go ahead. Give that to him if he needs it. And if, Jerry, if you'll go in that I got it. right there, you'll, I got it. it'll be a salmon page. A salmon page. That's right. So Riley right Martinez in the gun. He'll have... Jaden Zandier, they try to run him off left tackle. There's nothing there. He's stopped for no gain. It'll bring up third down. Here we are, third and ten. That's right. The first pass incomplete to Zach Zandier. Jaden Zandier trying to run off left tackle. Nothing there. So third down and long. Martinez will come out in the gun. Sidecar right, two receivers right. There's the snap. He's rolling right. He's looking. He stops. He fires. Trying to hit, I'm going to guess. Take a look. Nate Pashley on the near side, inside the numbers to the sideline. It's too far for him. Incomplete. And Exeter will punt it away. Yeah, I, I think he just let him a little too much. And even had he caught that, he might have been out of bounds anyway. Can you send me? So they punt it? Yep, the punt. <laughs> the punt in the air. There you go, Ava. Call the punt. <laughs> I was like, should That's I all right. say something? We were, we were communicating there off air. <laughs> Ava did a fantastic job. So the punt goes all the way down to the seven-yard line. We have two birthdays tonight on the football team. Talk to us, Ava. Carter Redding, number five, and Justin Prizer, number 11. Happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday. Birthday boy figured prominently in the game already. So Zach Hahn, the senior quarterback, in the shotgun, hands it off to 
Bryson Armold. He's trying to run over the left side. Not a whole lot there. That Bryson Armold kid did a lot of damage to us last year, Darren. So Armold, they'll give him a yard. Bring up second and nine. So the Barons are coached by Dave Hahn. He's in his ninth season. They come in tonight's game 5-0 in league play, 9-0 overall. Hahn again in the gun. He's got a power eye to his left. Here's Armold again trying to run to the outside. Not a whole lot there. In fact, this is actually Michael Torres who gets the carry running off to the left side. They'll give him five. Bring the ball out to the 12-yard line. It's third and four. Zach Hahn again in the gun. He's got a staggered backfield. Two receivers right. He's rolling right. He's looking. He's looking. Still looking. He's got room to run. He fires. Incomplete. <laughs> Trying to hit Aaron Enterline. Look like a little bit behind him. It'll fall incomplete. Fourth and four, and Mannheim Central will have to punt. Great job by the Exeter defense forcing a three and out. Loving that one, Darren. Zach Hahn, to let you know, he's completed 140 of 203 on the year. 69%, 1,998 yards, 29 TDs versus two INTs. You should have that, Darren. All right. Jaden Zandier stands. Whoa. The punt, the uh, the snap Matt. actually muffed. Jaden Zandier will take it at the 45, breaks away from one, but then there's a gang tackle. So they're going to mark him at the 45, and that's where Exeter will take over. First and 10, look down, the snap a little high, able to corral it. The snap was actually way high. Yeah, he was fortunate to corral that, as you said, and he... Uh, what did you see, Ava? That, it was just way over his head. I mean, he only got one hand. It looked like on that ball. Not a very good punt as well, but that was beneficial for Exeter. Darren, I just turned up Ava's earphones. Okay. I think Ava might be a little deaf. All right, <laughs> sounds good. Because she is way hotter than either one of us. Riley Martinez in the gun. Jaden Zandier to his left. Two receivers left, one right. He drops straight back. He's looking, he's looking. Fires it to the left side. He's got his man. That is Zach Zandier. He's going to get all the way to the 25-yard line. In fact, it's genuine Stutzman who makes the grab. <laughs> They take the ball all the way down to the 26-yard line, so a 19-yard catch for Genuine Stutzman. That was a great catch. I mean, he, he, he made sure to secure it, turned and made a run. Lined up in the tight end slot on the left side, straight out, a little slant over the middle. Martinez hits him. He comes out again in the gun. Zandier to his left, two receivers left, two right. It's a handoff to Zandier. He makes a great move. He's got the 10 to the five. That's where he goes down. An absolutely fantastic sidestep at the line of scrimmage. 
gets him through all the way down to the five yard line. That's a 21 yard run for Jaden Zandier. If mom Nicole is here, was that her standing up right there? Yes, it was. Probably. She'll hear this tomorrow morning. First and goal, Exeter. Riley Martinez will be in the gun. Two receivers right. Nate Pashley, genuine Stutzman. But before the play will go off, Exeter calls time. 7.23 to go here in the first. Gives us time for a quick break. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Exeter comes out of the timeout. Riley Martinez will be in the gun. Jaden Zandier to his right. Two receivers left, one right. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Jaden Zandier running left, but there's absolutely nothing there. Nice job on the right end. The tackle by Brody Dougherty, a 6'1", 192-pound junior linebacker. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a loss of three. Take the ball back to the eight-yard line. And it'll be second to goal. Six forty-five to go here in the first. Exeter breaks the huddle. Martinez in the gun. He's got Zandier to his left. One receiver split to each side. Here's a handoff. Going right up the middle to Zandier, he'll get the five. That's where they'll stop him. So a three-yard gain on that one. It'll bring up third and goal. Tried a little misdirection there. Jaden Zandier lined up to the left, aside of Riley Martinez. He dropped back, gave him the handoff. Martinez came, excuse me, Zandier came to the right side. Getting down to the five. Tyler Brock on the tackle for Mannheim. Martinez in the gun, Zandier to his right. Single receiver left and right. Here's a toss to Zandier on the right. A flag flies on the far side. Jaden Zandier running right, stops, comes inside, gets down to the one, but let's see what the flag is. He took a hit. He took a shot as he got to the goal line. It's going to be procedure against Exeter, so Mm. it'll back him up five. It'll bring up third and goal again. It'll push the ball back to the ten. One week ago, six penalties on Exeter, 60 yards. Much better. From what we had seen earlier in the season, Jerry, absolutely. Indeed. 
I mean, if you want to know how, what they've had, uh, penalties, 75 penalties for 710 yards on the year. So that's a considerably better result. Martinez in the gun. He's got Jaden Zandier to his left. There's the snap. He drops back. He's looking, fires it to the left side. He's open. Touchdown. A flag comes in late. We'll see what the flag is. I think the ref just waved it off. Genuine Stutzman has the touchdown. Just waiting for, I don't know if they're gonna call offensive pass interference here. But the penalty will be against Exeter. Yeah, they indicated that one already. Coach Bauer beside himself on that one. Ten yards onto the field, yelling at the ref. Yeah, that's a 15-yard penalty. So now third and goal. The ball moved back even further to the 25-yard line. Wow. Two penalties against Exeter. Back-to-back -back pushes him to the 25. Jerry, here I would say let's get about 10, bring in Robbie Gaston for the attempt. The three, but we'll right? see what happens. Martinez in the gun, drops straight back. He's looking, he's looking. He fires it to the right corner. Going for Zach Zandier. It's knocked away. Zach had an opportunity to get it. The defensive back got a hand on it. It's incomplete. It'll bring up fourth down. That defensive back would be Drew Greiner. If I saw it right. So fourth and goal with the ball at the 25-yard line. What are you doing, Darren? At this point, I'm, well, you're at the 25. I might as well go for it, throw it to the end zone. Yeah. You've got a 6-4 genuine Stutzman, a 6-5 Zach Zandier. Martinez in the gun, drops straight back. He rolls, here's a screen to the right side. It's picked off. Trying to hit Carter Redding, who was sprinting down the sideline, a little miscommunication there. Riley Martinez underthrew it. So picked off by Bodie Sippel. Bodie Sippel, he's a tight end. Otherwise. Yeah, I, I, I saw it develop. I saw him come into the ball. It, it, it's like you saw it in slow motion. So the INT, 510 to go here in the first. Zach Hahn will be in the gun. Michael Torres will be behind him. Two receivers left, one to the right. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking right. He's flushed out of the pocket by Tyler Flanders. He fires it to the right side. Absolutely nobody there. Looking for Aaron Enterline, but Enterline of 10 yards downfield. Their coach is hot about something, Darren. So first and 10, incomplete pass. Brings up second and 10, ball on the 23. Mannheim Central breaks the huddle. 
Michael Torres again behind Zach Hahn. Two receivers left, one right. Motion left to right. Here's a handoff going to the right side. Oh. There's a hole. Oh. He's got a lot of room. It's going to be a first down. It's Michael Torres. It's going to be a 12. Let's take a look. An 11-yard run. On the season, Michael Torres, 40 carries, 340 yards, six TDs. A good burst of speed there. Call it first and 10. Ball on the 34-yard line. Han in the gun. Here's a handoff. This one's going to be going to take a look if it's Bryson Armold. They'll give him two. Call it second and eight with the ball marked at the 36. Manheim Central breaks the huddle. Torres in there, Han in the gun. Two receivers left, one on the right. Motion, Torres to the right side. It's a screen to him, thrown behind him. It's incomplete. Yeah, we had, uh, I, I see Pharrell Caceres. Getting in his face, rushing that throw. Threw it behind the receiver. Put a blitz on him, realizing they've yep. got to, they have to have Han get the ball out of his hands in order to have an opportunity. Don't let yep. him get comfortable back there. Yep. So incomplete to Torres. Brings up third and eight. Ball on the 36. Four oh two to go here in the first. It's scoreless. Han in the gun. Torres sidecar left. Fake a jet sweep. Tyler Flanders all over him. He gets knocked off. A deep throw all alone on the sideline. Complete. And they Complete. gave him the catch all alone at the 30-yard line. Sonny Callahan. There was nobody within 15 yards of him. Zach Hahn throws him. He does a tiptoe, falling out of bounds, and is able to bring it in. That, that is another one of those plays like we saw last week where the secondary broke off for some reason. 34 yards on the pass. Takes it to the Eagle 30. Hahn in the gun. Hands it off to Torres. He's running left. Hits a line. He'll get inside the 30. See where they ultimately mark him. Looks like they'll give him a yard. They're going to give him two on that one? Okay. Mm -hmm. So second and eight, ball on the 28-yard line. I say it's one. So there. And some change. Second and long. Han in the gun. He's got Torres behind him. Two receivers right, one left. There's the snap. Drop straight back. He's looking left. Fires it left. Looking for Enterline in the corner of the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown, Mannheim Central. Wow, man. He aired it out. He got behind the defender, which I believe, taking a look, it was Jaden Zandier on the coverage. He did air that one out. He had two Exeter players in his face, man. Very well done. Great throw. Aaron Enterline on the year. 56 catches, 1,144 yards. 
20 TDs, and if you were wondering, 20 yards a catch, that one went for 28. Here's the PAT. The ball's up, and the ball is good. 2.55 to go here in the first. The Barons strike first, 7-0. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Two long pass plays. Puts Mannheim Central up 7-0 at the 2.55 mark of the first. Yeah, Darren, it was really well done by Central, and it's, uh, they had him. They had him, and they let him go. Brayden Dombach kicks it away. It's taken at the 15-yard line. Brought out over the 35 by Carter Redding. They'll give him the 36. And that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. And the birthday boy comes through again with a, what was that, a 15-yard return? Well, he took the ball on the 15, so give him a 16. 27. Actually, 20. Let's see. Took it on the 15, 35, 21. We're going to officially give him 21. I want to bid that up to 30. Can I get 30? <laughs> sure, why not? Martinez in the gun. Jaden Zandier gets the handoff. He's looking for the 40-yard line. That's where he'll get. Four yards on the carry. It'll bring up second and six. He ran into a pack of Barons. Would that one do well, Ava? <laughs> pack of Barons. Are you good with that? Yeah, our, our, I don't our, know what a Baron is. <laughs> a gaggle of Barons? <laughs> a sore of Barons. <laughs> I like pack. Pack of Barons. Under two and a half to go here in the first while they discuss as far as exactly <laughs> what that is. Riley Martinez in the gun. Jaden Zandier to his right. Two receivers left, one to the right. Here's the snap. He hands it off. No, he keeps it himself. It's Riley Martinez running up the middle. He'll get the 43-yard line. So it's a three-yard gain. Brings up third and three. Little option there. Put it in the belly of Jaden Zandier running outside to yeah. the left. Decided to take it back and comes up with three yards on his own. Something ha happened to Jaden right there. He, uh, he went down like, like somebody threw a rock at him. Never good. No, he's fine. It's like he tripped over his shoelace or something. Martinez in the gun. Jaden Zandier behind him. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Jaden. There's a huge hole. He's in the free. The 30, the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. 57 yards. Jaden Zandier. Darren, there is your answer. That's the thing we were looking for. 
Unbelievable. A 53 and a 58 yarder last week. Pending the PAT just like that. Exeter strikes. This kid is a monster. If my voice squeaked a little bit, we'll just say it was the Peter Brady episode, okay? It was you. There you go. We're going to say it was Ava. <laughs> it's okay, Darren. So Robbie Gaston <laughs> waiting for the ball to be snapped. It's down. Carter Redding has it. His foot's through it. And Nail it, it is good. One nineteen to go here in the first. Exeter ties it at seven. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Jake Franick has the ball on the tee. He kicks it away. Taken at the 14-yard line. He'll get the 30 coming to the near side. It's Michael Torres. He'll get to the 40-yard line. So a nice return. Looks like they'll... Put it right on the 40. That's where Mannheim Central will take over. Good return there by Torres. Uh, he kept finding holes. He kept finding holes to run through. So uh, good for him. Bump up your stats. So Zach Hahn will be in the gun. Torres will be behind him. Two receivers right, one left. Torres will get the handoff. He's looking to run right. They'll give him three. It'll be second and seven with the ball marked at the 43-yard line. Run straight up the middle. Good defense by Exeter. Cut it down. With Jaden Zandier's 57-yard TD run, give a nod to that offensive line, blowing the Barons off the ball. A huge hole for him running right up. About 30 yards out running the defense. So Zach Hahn in the gun, trips to the left. Single receiver right, there's the snap. He drops back, fires it quickly to the left. It's complete. It's his receiver, Sonny Callahan, a 5'5", 165-pound senior. Bring the ball out to the 48-yard line. It's a gain of five. It'll bring up third down and two. Towards the end of the quarter. Under 10 seconds to go. We'll see if the Barons get it snapped. Hans in the gun. There's motion, and before the ball can be snapped, that's the end of the first quarter. An entertaining first quarter 
here in Riften. We are tied at seven, back with second quarter action after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Han comes out in the gun. He's got Torres behind him. Here's the snap. It's a handoff to Torres looking to run right. There's nothing there. Tries to oh. go back in the middle. He is stuffed. Great job Zach to Zandier. stack that lineup. No gain on that one. So it's going to bring up fourth and two. Interesting decision here. They're going to go for it. I would. He's got an offset power eye. Han in the gun. He very well just could try to draw him offside. There's the snap. Give it to... Torres trying to go left and there is nothing, nothing there. He doesn't even get back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll be a turnover on downs and Exeter will have excellent field possession at the Barons 46. The defense just rose to the occasion, got the ball back into the hands of the offense. Now let's get down here and take a lead. Fantastic defensive stop there for the Eagles. Unbelievable. Exeter coming in from the sideline with the play. Seven, seven after one. The 28 yard touchdown pass from Zach Hahn to Aaron Enterline got it started. Jaden Zandier, the 58 yard touchdown run, tied it up. Martinez in the gun. It's a toss to Jaden Zandier running right. He's got some room. He's got the 40-yard line. We'll see where they give him. Maybe the 38. Yep, you got it. They'll give him the 38-yard line. It's going to be a gain of eight. Call it second and short. A long two, Darren. What do you think? That's exactly what I see. Just don't run into a pack of Barons and you'll be okay. <laughs> Riley Martinez comes out on the gun. He's got Pharrell Caceres behind him now. Here's the snap. It goes to Caceres running right. He's got the 35 still on his feet. Take him down to the 32-yard line. It is a six-yard gain and a first down for Exeter. Caceres showing his stuff. Excellent run, excellent run. Good job opening a hole for him. 14 yards on two running plays for Exeter. 
Takes it to the 32 where they have it first and 10. Winding down to 10 minutes to go here in the second. Martinez will be in the gun. Caceres will be behind him. Single receivers left and right. Here's the snap. It's a handoff to Caceres. He's running left. He's looking for a hole. Not a whole lot there. Dragged down from behind by linebacker Owen Eichelberger, a six-foot, 192-pound senior. And Brody Doherty was in there too. No gain on the play. Yeah, they, they, they tracked him well and, and just held him to no game. Caceres looked to take it to the outside, didn't see anything, tried to cut it inside and dragged down from behind. Martinez comes out in the gun. He's got Jaden Zandier to his right, two receivers left, one right. There's the snap. It'll go to Jaden Zandier. He's looking for something on the left side. Nothing there. Nice job, Cody Hess, a 5'9", 161-pound sophomore. Did a nice job of forcing him further to the outside where he ultimately got help. Yet again, no gain. Carter Redding registering a complaint with a couple of his uh, fellow Eagles about no support on that side for Jaden to get any kind of yardage. So Martinez in the gun, Jaden Zandier sidecar left, single receiver to the right, he drops straight back, he loses the ball, and then ends up falling on it. Didn't get the snap cleanly, the snap looked good right at the numbers. Put the ball down, takes the ball back just outside of the 41 yard line. So call it a loss of nine. And Darren, he just smartly fell on that ball instead of trying to pick it up. So a promising drive. Here's Nate Pashley kicking it to the right side. It'll nice hit, it'll kick. go out of bounds. We'll see where they mark it. It looks somewhere around the 22-yard line. Darren, he skied that one. He did. He did. He, he wanted short on that, and he got it. Leaving them 78 yards. Looks like they'll put, they'll put the ball on the 21-yard line because 79. they always have to do a little different. They're Eight. so cantankerous, these referees. Yeah. <laughs> 8.33 to go here in the second. Ball on the 21. Zach Hahn in the gun. It's going to be a jet sweep running right to left. Not a whole lot there. They go with Bodie Seipel, a 5'11", 185-pound senior. But not a whole lot there. In fact, he'll lose a yard. He's losing one there. That's excellent. Oh, it's second and 11 with the ball back at the 20. Darren, look at it this field. There is nothing like this anywhere in the world. It's a, it's a beautiful stadium, a gorgeous evening for football. The flag not even moving. And Zach Hahn again in the gun. He's got Torres behind him. Two receivers left. He drops straight back, looks right, decides to pull it down. He's running. Absolutely nothing there. Slides down at about the 20. We'll see where his knee went down first. They're going to give him the 23, so call it a gain of three. Yeah. It'll bring up third and eight. 
Darren, what I was referencing there, though, I mean, take it all in. There's nothing in the world like Friday night football. This is, it, 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 what a sight. It's great. It's, it's, it's such a nostalgic thing, you know. It can take you right back to Battle Creek Central High School It is in the blink of an eye. It is a, a wonderful sight to see, absolutely. Zach Hahn will be in the gun. Two receivers right, one to the left, sidecar left. There's the snap drop straight back, looking left, fires left. He hits his receiver. There's a lot of room to run on the far side. It'll pick up a first down. Xander Kolk, a 5'11", 180-pound senior tight end. All alone brings the ball out to the 36-yard line. Some more blown coverage there, Darren. It is a 13-yard pass and catch. And first and 10 for Mannheim Central. I would imagine that... that the defensive coach for Exeter is pulling his hair out. Hahn in the gun. Here's a handoff to Torres running right. There's room to run. He's got the 45. That's where he's dragged down. Logan Wegman, genuine Stutzman. But it's going to be enough for a first down. Bring it out to the 47-yard line. That's an 11-yard run. And first down for Mannheim Central. He was thinking he was going to squeeze in between those two guys. And had he done it, he's off to the races. Tar is a nice backup to Bryson Armold, apparently not playing this evening. Hahn in the gun. Tar is behind him. Two receivers right, one left. It looked like oh. movement on the right side. One of the receivers jumped. So this will be procedure. We'll take it. Procedure against the Barons. Walk him back five. It'll bring up first and 15 with the ball at the 42-yard line of Mannheim Central. Our cords are tangled here, Darren. We are entangled. We are. <laughs> you know what actually looks like a piece of licorice? <laughs> <laughs> you got a great imagination. All right, Zach Hahn in the gun. Tar is behind him. Two receivers left, one right. Here's the snap. He's got it, drops. He's looking left. He fires left. It's tipped at the line of scrimmage by Flanders, but the catch was made out in the left flat. Xander Kolk yet again. Wow, man. I think Flanders that thought that he had the INT, but it went through his hands. Kolk makes a one-handed grab, take the ball well into Exeter territory to the 43-yard line. Great concentration by Kolk there to do that because that ball was tipped and would have been real easy to, to just lose in the lights or something. 15 yards on the catch and run. And who An do we have? An injured player on the field. Looks Nigel like Meekins. Nigel Meekins. 6.07 to go. A quick break, Jerry? Quick break. All right. It's 7-7. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Italian restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. 
Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musos delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. Zach Hahn comes out in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. He's got a running back. He drops straight back, looking left, fires left. He hits Aaron Enner line. Out. Looks like they're going to give him... Yep. The catch. Yep. Take a look where it is in relation to a first down. It's pretty close. They'll give him, let's say, nine on the catch. Avi, you have any scores? I do. Give us one or two. Hemfield is up on Redding in the first, seven to zero. Penn Manor is up on McCaskey, fourteen to twelve. Conestoga Valley is playing Muhlenberg. They're up seven zero. Efforta against Elizabethtown. Effort is up 16-0, and Slanko and Garden Spot are tied at 7 in the first. They Love decide to give Aaron Innerline 10 yards on that catch, so call it first and 10. With the ball on the 33-yard line. Well done, Ava. Thank you. Zach Hahn gets the snap, but before anything happens, flags fly. This came from the back judge, so it's probably procedure against the Barons, and indeed it is. Intern coordinator Mark Ricketts for Exeter, here observing Ava in her internship. First and 15 with the ball on the 38. The last first and 15, the Barons converted with a 15-yard catch. We'll see what happens this time. Five Under five and a half to go here in the second. Han in the gun. They've got trips right, single on the left. There's the snap. Fire it to the left. It's enter line. Fighting for some yards. Nate Pashley wrestles him out of bounds. A quick out on the left side. They'll put the ball down. I'm going to say the 32-yard line, so call it a six-yard catch. And our line was a problem on the football field and the basketball court last year, and here he is again. Second and nine, Han in the gun again. He's got the snap, hands it to Torres, running right. Aiden dobbles the first one to hit him. A flag flies. That's going to be a hold. He'll get to the 30. We'll... See what the flag is yep, indeed. Yep. Jerry is correct. It's a hold against the Barons. Getting good at this, Darren. I'm getting good at it, man. You are. <laughs> Seen patterns develop. So a second and nine with the ball on the 32. We'll see where it ends up afterwards. As they walk it off, it'll take it just inside the 43. So call it second and 19. Barons keep shooting himself in the foot here. Good development. Han in the gun. 
He's got a single receiver to the left and right. Here's a toss to the right side. It's Torres. He's trying to get the edge, but pushed out of bounds. Did he get there? Five. Six. They're going to bring the ball to the 36-yard line, so give him seven. Third and 13. Zach Hahn in the gun, trips left, single right. Torres behind Hahn. Here's the snap. He's got it, dropped straight back. Looked like Torres was a little early. He's going to go down. Logan Wegman with the sack at the 40-yard line. (laughs) Zach Zandier forced him inside. Logan Wegman cleans it up. It's a sack. It'll be fourth down and long. Sounded like PA man extraordinaire Jay Schmidt blew a gasket there. He was really (laughs) excited. Fourth and long. One of those Logan Wegman gets the sack, but give credit on the inside. Nate Govan, the second, Zach Zandier. Here it comes back. The punt is away. Nate Pashley decides to let it go. It bounces inside the 10. Takes a little bit of an Exeter bounce, but just beyond, or I should say, comes back over the five. Five and a half yard line. You like that, Darren? Or you just want to go with the six? We'll go with the five. How about the five and a half? Why you not, just, Jerry? You, you know, you just have to I be know. Different. You're going to say I'm You're difficult or something. Me. Five and above, give it a shove. I know. If I say up, you'll say down. Licorice. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Snickers. All the Snickers. candy. <laughs> yeah, we haven't used the Snickers yet. <laughs> All right. We'll call it the six-yard line because that's what he put up on the board. So why not? <laughs> Riley Martinez in the gun. Hands it to, I think this is Pharrell. Caceres. We'll see as far as the number. Indeed. It is Pharrell Caceres. Give him a gain of two. Second and eight. Under four minutes to go here in the second quarter. Tied at seven. Play clock at 10. A little confusion from Exeter. Right. Pharrell Caceres brings the play in. They're at three. They just get it off. Are they really? I'm not sure if they're going to call a flag or they're going to say a timeout was called. Nope, they're going to say delay of game. That was pretty quick. come on, come on. Typically, they'll give them a half of a second after that clock strikes zero when they look, but they were really staring it down. So delay, as I mentioned, a little confusion with the play coming in. That's a chump call. It'll take the ball back to the four-yard line. It was a chump call, Darren. Now we know Angel's here. Second and 12. Ava, could you get the Wilson-Mannheim Central score? Yes. Yeah, we'll go ahead and update that, see what it is. 
All right, so here is going to be a run to the left-hand side. It's Pharrell Caceres. He'll get, he'll get across the five. We'll see where they... We'll see where they give him. Bring it out to the seven-yard line. See, Darren, we do it all at the Exeter Sports Network. We get scores for PA announcers. We call games. Right? Absolutely. Third and nine, ball on the seven. So the, the Wilson game, 14-0, Mannheim Township, our first quarter score. So the play clock winds down again. Exeter calls timeout. 2.21 to go here in the second. Go we are it. tied at seven. Let's give it a shot. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. This is Riley Martinez, and you can listen to me throw more touchdowns all season long on Exeter Sports Network. And yes, Darren, food provided for the press box by Musso's Football. Baked ziti and meatballs, extraordinary. Thank you very much, Musso's. Always appreciate it. Third and nine, Martinez in the gun, drops straight back. Fires it deep over the middle, and he hits! Oh my God! Ashley at the 40! He's got the 30, 20, 10! They outrun the defense. Touchdown, Exeter. Wow, wow, wow. 93 yards. Riley Martinez to Nate Pashley, who runs by the defense. Gets it about the 45 of Exeter. Outruns everybody. Darren, perfectly in his edge. You've never seen a more perfectly thrown pass in all your life. That was amazing. A third and nine, Exeter strikes again. 13-7, awaiting the PAT from Robbie Gaston. Mr. Steady. Carter Redding puts it down. Gaston's foot's through it, and it is good. 2-10 to go here in the second. Exeter 14, Mannheim Central 7. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. 
call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. As we marvel at the chicken scratch of Jay Schmidt. <laughs> Third and nine from their own seven. Riley Martinez airs it out. Nate Pashley on the other end brings it in. 14-7 the kickoff. Torres picks it up on his own 17, trying to run right to left. Not a whole lot there. He'll get out to the 25. And that's where the Barons will take over first and 10. Great play call by the Exeter offense. <laughs> like, I, nobody was looking for that. And worked perfectly. Absolutely. Nate Pashley just runs right by the defensive back. Riley Martinez hits him in stride. You're only going to get one of those a game now, right? <laughs> you take it when you get it, the element of surprise. Mm -hmm. Zach Hahn will be in the gun. He's got it. Quick fires to the left. It's tipped, but still caught. Tyler Flanders got his hand on it, popped it up in the air. It still makes its way out to Aaron Enterline. Looks like they'll give him eight yards on the play. Speaking of Tyler Flanders, let's say hello to Tyler's grandparents, Mr. and Mrs. Flanders, down in Winter Haven, Florida. Hello. Zach Hahn in the gun. It's a quick fire to Torres in the flat on the left side. They come up to gang tackle him. Nigel Meekins, the first one there. Then they drive him out of bounds. Torres stiff-armed him, and uh, Meekins looking for a flag for a face mask or something? Not exactly sure. I think there was a flag thrown, but they picked it up. So take the ball to the 36-yard line. It'll be a first down. Han in the gun, drops straight back. He's looking left, flushed out of the pocket, running right, fires... Looking for his receiver, Torres, on the near side. Zach Zandier looking for a hold from the official. The official apparently needs a Snickers. Just put his hands out and said, I didn't see anything. <laughs> Zach Zandier getting a little bit of coaching there. So on that one. Incomplete. Bring up second and 10. Ball marked on the 36. will be in the gun. Two receivers right, two to the left. Here's the snap. He's looking left. Fires left. He hits his man at about the 43. Whoa. Still on his feet into Exeter territory. That's going to be the tight end Bodie Seipel. He'll get into Exeter territory. They'll put the ball all the way down at the 46 yard line. That's a 20 yard gain. Somebody had his ankles wrapped up and he jumped right out of it. Hahn again in the gun, first and 10. Exeter calling timeout. 1.25 to go here in the second. We'll keep it right here. Ava, how about some scores? Let's see. 
Well, go ahead and update. <laughs> That's right. Give a little refresh there and take it away. Hempfield is up 20 to zero on Reading in the second. Mannheim Township is up 14 to zero against Wilson in the first. Penn Manor is up 14 to 12 in we the second quarter. We don't care about quarter. McCaskey. That's All okay. Right. All right. We'll give it to them anyway. <laughs> They're here. It's here. We'll give it to them. Conestoga Valley is up seven on Muhlenberg zero in the first quarter. Governor Mifflin is playing Warwick. They're up 12 to zero in the first quarter. And Fleetwood is up seven to zero against Boone in the first. Exeter comes from the sideline. Zach Hahn, a first and 10 for the Barons. Ball marked at the Eagle 46. He'll be in the gun, trips right. Two receivers on the left, empty backfield. Here's the snap. He's got it looking right, looking right. Some happy feet. He flushed out of the pocket. He throws it deep. He's got a receiver on the near side. He'll hit him. It's complete. Take a look. Sonny Callahan makes the grab. He got behind the defensive back. They'll take the ball all the way down to the 16-yard line. That's a 30-yard pass. Darren, we are just seeing a lot of deep, wide-open receivers. Well, what's happening is you've got some scrambling going on, and the defensive backs oftentimes in that case will have their eyes in the backfield and not pay attention to where the receivers are. Receivers will drift a little bit deeper than the backs, and something like that happens. So Han drops straight back. He's looking left. Fires left to the corner of the end zone, looking for enter line just a little bit too far. It's incomplete. It'll bring up second down. Yeah, enter line just uh, put his put his arm out, but he was already out of bounds. He had a few steps. A little bit too far. It's incomplete. Minute 10 left down. This is a big defensive effort for Exeter right now. The Barons come out of the huddle. Hahn again in the gun. He's got Torres behind him. Every It's a closed set. Drops straight back. He's looking. Here comes the blitz. He scrambles out looking. Throws it away. Tyler Flanders able to jump up and knock it down. So incomplete, brings up third and 10. Good pressure from the inside. Nice job by Flanders knocking that ball down. Nate Govan the second, Ryan McConnell, Logan Wegman getting pressure up the middle, forcing him out of the pocket. Are you sure it's Ryan McConnell, it's not Matt? Uh, That one is 77 is Ryan. Han in the gun. Torres behind him. He drops straight back. He's looking. He's looking. He's flushed. Fires it in the middle. He hits his receiver. A flag flies. Ultimately, he gets into the end zone. That's going to be the tight end, Bodie Seipel. Flanders looks uh, disgusted. We're going to see as far as... What is that flag about? We're going to see what the flag is. Mm. Are they going to say a roughing the passer? Look like roughing the passer on Exeter. Needless to say, 
it becomes a 16-yard touchdown catch. I didn't see anybody near him. I guess I missed it. So the tight end on the left side, it looked like he just went out about seven yards, did a button hook. Zach Hahn hits him. He runs to the left side. They aren't able to tackle him until he gets to the goal line on the far left side. He gets in. It's 14-13, awaiting the PAT. The ball's down. His foot's through it. And it is good. 55 seconds to go here in the second. We are all tied up at 14. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Ripton. 55 seconds to go here in the first half. We are tied at 14. It's been the big play for Exeter and the sustained drive for Mannheim Central bringing us to this 14-all tie. The personal foul is assessed on the kickoff. And he puts it out of the end zone as the ball was kicked off from the Exeter 45. And Exeter will take over first and 10. We'll see what Coach Bauer decides to do. You think he goes for it a little bit? Um, we'll see what happens. What were you saying, Ava? I was saying Darren's tablet doesn't like me tonight. It doesn't like me most days. <laughs> if it can't tanker his tablet is what we have. All right. Word of the night. Martinez in the gun. He's going to hand it off to Jaden Zandir. He's, there's a huge hole still on his feet. He's got the 35, the 40, the 45, the 50 driven out of bounds. Taken out of bounds by Javier Morales. But I'll tell you what, in nine seconds, they bring the ball out to midfield. 30-yard play, Darren. That's another way to pick up 30 yards in a hurry. Here's a handoff. Nope. Martinez decides to keep it, tries to get around the left end, but he's brought down by the linebacker, Owen Eichelberger. Do we have a timeout left? Take it. I think after that, having a discussion on the near side, maybe after that play. Not getting a play off at this point. They are not. Exeter deciding to let the clock run. 
Maybe they'll just take one shot here in case anything happens. Martinez has the ball. Before it's snapped, flags fly, and it's going to be procedure against Exeter. So I think as they were trying to set up maybe for one play, penalized five. All that time they took to lose five yards. And now what they'll do, they'll just take a knee here, run out the clock, under three seconds to go. There's the knee for Martinez, and we will go to halftime. It is tied at 14. We will have halftime comments after these commercial messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. Why don't you turn me loose so I can run away? But don't get lost in the night time. I think I'll be just fine during the day. Why don't you turn me loose so I can run away? And why don't you do what's right instead of being all wrong? Why don't you do what's right instead of being all looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. 
Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musos delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musos Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The New Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. You're listening to Exeter Equals Football on the Exeter Sports Network. Jerry, an entertaining first half. Again, not sure what we might see, knowing as far as what Conestoga Valley, what Hempfield were able to do from the offensive side of the ball. But the defense played pretty darn well in that first half for Exeter. And you couldn't ask for anything more. I'm sure if you ask Coach Bauer right now, you're tied at 14. Coming into this game, how would you feel? I think he would be in a very, very good frame of mind. Indeed, and I, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, I, I spoke to a lot of people about this game this week, and people were worried about it, you know, myself included, you know, because this is a good team. I mean, let's go through some of their stats, Darren. I mean, their stats are insane. Uh, total first downs, 161 to Exeter's 127. Total yards, 37-38 to 3209. Rushing yards, 1702. Okay, we got them on that one. 2092. But, uh, you know, like, like they are really loaded. And as you're looking at these stats and you look, eh, it could go either way. But guess what? These Eagles stepping up. Absolutely. Of course, coming into this game, the big key for Exeter win this game. And there are three teams at the top of Section 2 tied for the title. So it would be Conestoga Valley. They're going against Muhlenberg tonight. So Mm -hmm. figure that's a W for them. Mannheim Central won. This this would be their one loss. Of course, Exeter would have one loss. So there would be be their second loss. Mannheim Central comes into tonight's game undefeated. So this would be Mannheim Central's first loss. loss. They've lost They've lost to Cocalico. All right. We have to take a look at league. League. League, they're 5-0. All right. Okay. 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 Overall, (laughs) yes. But in the league, they're undefeated. So this would be their first league loss. Thank you for clarifying, Darren. You're very welcome. My pleasure anytime. (laughs) I'm sure Florida down there was saying, no, Jerry, you're not right. So that's all right. I'll uh, I'll give you some grace. Mr. and Mrs. Flanders, I'm sure, are saying, Jerry, (laughs) shut up. You're an idiot. (laughs) I'm sure they wouldn't say that. 
I'm sure they're wonderful. All right, so let's take a look at what transpired in that first half. Of course, Exeter got the ball, had about six, seven plays, ended up punting it away. The defense, a great job forcing a three and out from Mannheim Central. Exeter gets it back. They're able to drive a little bit, an INT mm-hmm. deep in, uh, as far as uh, I say deep, probably around the 20-yard line or so as far as Mannheim Central coming up with that INT. But they put together the first drive. They take the ball from the 23-yard line. And a nice play. We've we've heard about Zach Hahn's numbers, Aaron Enerline's numbers. Yep. And that was their first scoring strike in the far left side of the end zone. A nice yep. pass from Hahn. It's he gets beauty, behind man. the defensive back, 28 yards. And at the 255 mark of the first, the Barons strike first. It was a beauty, man. And, uh, you know, Exeter took that early lead, and then they came back. They answered. It was the next series, correct? Indeed, it was the next series. Of course, Jaden Zandier, who's been the story all year long. Hasn't he? It's a third and three. Takes the handoff out. Goes right up the middle. Uh, A fantastic slide move, avoiding a tackler. Goes 57 yards. And, you know, we talked about last week where we had five TDs within a two-minute and 40-second span. Yep. So taking a look at the 255 mark is where... Mannheim Central scored at the 119 mark. So take a look. Less than a minute and a half or a little over a minute and a half later, Exeter strikes, yep. and they tie it at seven. Yep, and a beautiful thing, too. And they are relying pretty heavily on big plays. And in, in your estimation, how does that work against a very good team? As far as the big play? Working on the big play. I think it's demoralizing against a, a, a decent team because mm-hmm. at that point you're doing really well. You're you're stopping them. You're giving up maybe short gains. You're getting them to third down. Yeah. And in a situation like that, they strike really quick. It it took your offense a little bit of time to get there. And when they can come back with the big strike, now the the, the defense is on their heels a little bit because now you know what. Jaden Zandier can do. You know what that offensive line is capable of blowing those holes open. So yep. the defense now could be on their heels a little bit because you know what? If we're too aggressive, he's going to blow by us and it's going to happen again. So I think it very it, it very well could be detrimental to the defense. They can't be over aggressive. Right, right. All right, so 7-7 at the 119 mark. Exeter again. We talked about the defense, their second three and out after Jaden's long run. Exeter has an opportunity. Uh, unfortunately, a fumble. Uh, Riley Martinez couldn't get the ball. Uh, it's a fourth and long. They punt it away. Mannheim Central then, they have the opportunity. And, and this is something that we saw from Hempfield. It's something mm-hmm. that we saw from Conestoga Valley. Mannheim Central puts together a nice drive. They get the ball at their own 21-yard line. They put together a 13-yard drive. We're taking the money for the 50-50, it would appear. A 13-play drive, I should say. Okay. And the neat thing about it, the bend-but-don't-break attitude from the defense, they're able to force the turnover. Logan Wegman getting a sack putting it a fourth and 17, so they have to kick the ball away. 
and here is where Exeter, for or as far as you know, the first they get the ball on the six-yard line after all said and done, a couple small plays. It's third and nine with the ball on the seven, and guess what? This is this is one of those plays where if you are playing street ball. Right. It's one of those run to the car and then just keep running, okay? that's That was the play. It was a pose pattern for Nate Pashley. Riley Martinez drops back. He gets behind the defensive back. Riley Martinez drops it just right in his hands at their own 45. He outruns the defensive back. 93 yards, Jerry. And just like that, Exeter up 14-7. What a great play. I've never seen a... I, I've never seen a, a better pass in, in, in high school, college, or pros. I mean, absolutely perfect. You draw it up that way, and you go, well, you know, we'll get close. That wasn't close. That was dead on the money. Early in the season, we saw some of that where it was Zach Zandier who yeah. was running in the middle of the field and right. genuine Stutzman. And those were the plays early in the season. They kind of got away. They did, they've tried that a few times, haven't hit on it though. Right. This time they do. And let's face it, again, it's one of those where the defense now has to be careful because if we push too hard, they're going to run by us. So right. now they can't be over aggressive. They've got to be back on their heels a little bit, which could open up some more holes for Jaden Zandier and, of course, those receivers. Yes, indeed. And we have a tie score. The, the, the game that, that we were all trepidatious. How's that for a word? That is a so good trepidatious word. Trepidatious about. And, you know, Darren, I don't know why I would have been trepidatious. Because in the three years we've been doing sports here, okay, we have seen one time after another where Exeter kids answer the bell, right? Two years ago, Nick Singleton's tearing the league apart. Five touchdowns a game, 300 yards a game. Get to the district championship game against Governor Mifflin and Nick Singleton. Exeter can't beat them. You're crazy. They can't do it. What happened, Darren? A 31-28 victory, a District 3-5A championship. It was fantastic. Exactly. Last year, basketball team. They're undersized. They're this, that, the other thing. They'll okay. They'll make the playoffs. They're, they're nothing special. There's no way they can make it to the state championship. Win after win after win in districts. What happened? They get to the state championship game. Absolutely, Darren, it was a great run. Darren, it has been, I think, five district championships. It's either five or seven in this three years that we've been here. Uh, there have been numerous county championships, including four in a row by both the boys and the girls cross-country teams. Individual honors for tennis players, for, for golfers. You name the sport, Exeter's excelling. What are we worried about? I will not bet against Exeter kids. Sorry. So 14-7, Exeter goes up at the 210 mark of the second. And with Mannheim Central, and this very well may be what this game comes down to, is the team with the last possession. We talked about it last Here week. We are again. Very well, the team with the last possession this week could be the one because Mannheim Central, after that big play from Riley Martinez to Nate Pashley, they come back with an eight-play, 75-yard drive 
uh, culminating in a 16-yard touchdown catch and run to Bodie Seipel. Mm-hmm. And it was a situation where I think his size, uh, he, he goes about 6'2", almost 200 pounds. Right. They threw it to him. He probably had to go another 10 yards, carried a few defenders into the end zone on the far side. So they do have some size out there on the ends. Aaron Enterline, 6'3", being one of the other ones. Monster. So 55 seconds left. They're able to tie it up, and it gives us a whole new meaning for the second half. Yeah, and, and, and Darren, you know, I, I, I guess I jumped a little bit there. So insert my last comment right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Exeter actually had an opportunity to put some points on the board. I thought they might try to drive down and maybe get a field goal attempt. Right. Because they got 30 yards right off the bat from a Jaden Zandier run that brought it out to midfield. And then there seemed to be a little disorganization, a little confusion as to what was going to happen because on the next play, Riley Martinez, instead of handing it off, decided to try to keep it himself, run around the left end. He gets sacked for a five-yard loss, takes it back to the 45. And then some further confusion as to play call. That comes in late. Then even before the ball snap, there's a procedure. And then, of course, they take the knee. So even after getting those 30 yards, you're thinking... Even with 55 seconds left, there was an opportunity. Yep. But unfortunately, they couldn't capitalize on that. It was like there was no sense of urgency with it. Uh, I don't recall if they had any timeouts, but, but I think they had two timeouts left. Well, I know so, they so burned they two. Call one? They burned two. I don't know if they had one left. And okay. unfortunately, looking at the scoreboard, you can't figure out. No. And, and I'm not tracking as far as timeouts are yeah. concerned. So I'm going to guess, because they didn't call timeout, that they didn't have one. I'm assuming that they burned their three earlier in the half. Otherwise, it would have made sense once they got to the 50-yard line to call timeout. Right. Put together the next two or three plays. Yep. So, again, trying to get in Robbie Gaston's range. Robbie's got a good leg. He does. So you're thinking maybe if they would have gotten to about, let's say, the 20-yard line, give them a 37-yard attempt. Yep. Uh, I know a field goal, I think, in a game like this could be huge. So I'm, in my opinion, a lost opportunity there to put potentially three on the board and take a lead into halftime. Field goal could be the difference maker in this game. Very well could. We'll find out. We've got about one and a half minutes till we get started with this second half. Jerry, how about a break? Darren, how about a break? Sounds good. We will be back with third quarter action from Riften. It's a 14-all tie. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Georgia, The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. 
Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. This is Zach Zandier, and if you want to hear more about the team and Exeter Sports, tune into the Exeter Sports Network. We are getting ready to kick off the second half here at Exeter. Jake Franick has the ball on the tee at the 40. Aaron Enterline back deep for the Barons. Franick has the okay from the official. He's kicking off right to left on your radio dial. He's approaching it. It is in the air, and we are underway here in the second half. Michael Torres takes the ball at the 15. He'll bring it out over the 25 to the 26, and that's where Mannheim Central will take over first and 10. Here we go, Darren. Second half. Second half, indeed. Something special teams you can figure this last week, something that Exeter would have focused on after that 88-yard return for a touchdown a week ago. Zach Hahn comes out in the gun. Two receivers right, two to the left, slot left. Here's a jet sweep to Michael Torres going left to right. Not a whole lot there. And there's Tyler Flanders on the right side to bury him. Wow. He tried to go around him. Tyler comes up from the right end. Scoops him up, slams him down. A perfect shoulder tackle. Take it back to the 25. It'll be a loss of one. Call it second and 11. That was a great tackle. Nice job of forcing on the right end. So Han comes out in the gun again. He's got trips right. Two to the left. Here's the snap. He drops straight back, looking right. Nothing there. He Rolls, he's able to hit his receiver on the right-hand side out over the 40-yard line. It's Bodie Seipel again. Seipel just with an up and an out toward the sideline. Hits him in stride. He gets to the 42-yard line. It's a 17-yard pass and catch. And a first and 10 at their own 42. Hahn in the gun again. He's got motion, fakes the handoff, but a flag flies, so before the play gets anywhere, they stop it. Probably procedure against Mannheim Central, and they'll walk it off. The third procedure call against the Barons. Take the ball back to the 37-yard line.
the Barons break the huddle. Han will be in the gun again. Torres will be behind him. Two slot receivers left to right. Here's the pass. Bring to the near side, Bodie Seipel again. He'll get across the 40. No, give him the 41. It's a short gain of four. It'll bring up second and 11. Mannheim Central does a nice job of chopping down the long distance yardage. Second and 11, Hahn in the gun again. Three receivers left, one to the right. Torres behind him, he drops straight back, looking left, fires. He hits his receiver on the right-hand side. Hits it in the flat, gets it to Sonny Callahan. He tries to get around Tyler Flanders who pushes him out of bounds on the far side. Give him a gain of three. That's a cool name, Sonny. <laughs> Think it's a nickname or is it an actual name? Sonny's usually a nickname for like, I don't know, Santino. Third and eight from the 44, Han in the gun, Torres behind him. Three receivers right, one to the left. There's the snap. He's looking right. He fires right. He's got his receiver at the 50. It'll be a first down. Getting across the 45, it's Bodie Seipel again. Oh, not this time. This one actually goes to Cody Hess, a 5'9", 161-pound sophomore. A nice sideline route there. Nice job, Cody Hess. He was the inside receiver, the two outside ones. Run straight down, a flag on the play though. It is going to be against Mannheim Central. It, the play would have gone for a first down. Joel Marino making the call. So take the ball to the 43 yard line of Exeter. The officials talking it over. Should just ask Joel. It's going to be an illegal right. block <laughs> against Mannheim Central. That's going to bring it back 10. Mannheim Central backing up. The official walking it off. That will be a 10-yard penalty. It'll put the ball at the 47-yard line. So the play went to the 43 of Exeter, which would have been a first down. Bring it back out to the 47, and it brings up a third and five. Han in the gun, three receivers bunched left, two to the right. Here's the snap, drops straight back. He looks right, he fires too far. Oof. Looking for his receiver, streaking down the right side. Cody Hess, he was wide open. Zach Hahn, a little bit too much mustard on it. <laughs> Incomplete. Darren, if they'd connected, touchdown. He, he would have been running for a while. He'd still be running. He'd be down at Radio Shack. Probably. So fourth and five. He'd be running into sheets as we speak. Mannheim Central in punt formation. Nate Pashley back deep. He kicks it to the near side. It takes 
a Mannheim Central roll inside the 15. It'll be downed at the 12. And that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. So Darren, after that roughing the kicker penalty last week, Exeter being a little more ginger, but uh, Logan Wegman got through and just put his arm up. He didn't, he didn't push the issue too hard. That's something else where you learn from your mistakes. Right. Thankfully, that one didn't bite them last week. But a 15-yard penalty, it was a fourth and 12 at the time. Yeah. It did continue a drive. It absolutely continued the drive. So first and 10 for Exeter. 9.28 to go here in the third. Martinez in the gun. He's going to hand it off to Jaden Zandier, trying to run to the left side. There's absolutely nothing there. He'll lose a yard. Yeah, he's going to lose one. A swarming Baron defense on that one. Once again, a pack of Barons. We've decided to call it the monarchy. While I was gone? No, no, <laughs> this happened much earlier in the first half. You just weren't privy to the conversation. I was going to say, where was I? <laughs> you leave me out you of left, it? Thanks, guys. Would we leave you out of anything? I thought we were friends. Second and 11. Martinez hands it off to Jaden Zandier trying to run to the left side. Not a whole lot there. Bring it out to the 14-yard line. It'll be a gain of two, and that brings up third and nine. It's a rough one. We learned that a baron is another word for a lord in the yes. monarchy. Yes. Oh, oh, so, so, so we, we were Googling and everything. Yes. Okay. You were jamming out to commercial, and we did a little research. Some of us have to work. <laughs> so, so others can play. Third and eight. Ball marked at the 14. Martinez in the gun. Two right receivers, one left. Tries to get it away. It's oh, intercepted. No. Oh, and no. And it's a touchdown for Mannheim Central. Oh. Riley Martinez under pressure. An ill-advised pass. Throws it over the middle. And it's picked off by Owen Eichelberger. And he literally runs it about eight yards into the end zone for the touchdown. He forced the issue. He should not have done it. Speak about learning from uh, your mistakes. That's one of those where you just have to drop the ball into your hands and take the sack. Jay Schmidt just motioned to me. Throw the ball straight down. So a defensive touchdown for Mannheim Central gives them the 20 to 14 lead. Aaron, I'm gonna say that's the first defensive touchdown scored against Exeter. It is. On the year, absolutely. So the quarterback, Zach Hahn, holds. There's the kick. And it is good. 7.56 to go here in the third. Mannheim Central 21, Exeter 14. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network.
Tommaso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Talked about the Mannheim Central defense flying to the ball in just the last play. They put pressure on Riley Martinez and trying to throw it away, throws it over the middle, it's picked off. And Mannheim Central with a 21-14 lead. Yeah, Darren, that, that's just a... Uh, a terrible mistake that you cannot make in a game like this. Carter Redding, Nate Pashley back. The kick goes all the way to the one-yard line. He's going to have to bring it out. He'll get to the 15. It went through his hands at the one. Took a bounce. He picked it up. Able to get it out to the 15. Could have been disastrous there. Indeed could have. But heads up play, picking up the ball, bringing it out to the 15. We'll see if the Exeter offense can put together a drive and match that Mannheim Central TD. Come on, Eagles, let's get it. Here's a handoff, going to go to the right side to Jaden Zandier. Actually, it was Martinez. He kept the ball, brought it out to the 20. There is a flag on the play. It's going to be a hold against Exeter. Little bit of self-destruction here. It'll take the ball back to the, we'll call it the eight yard line. So first and 17 or thereabouts. Martin is in the guns and behind him. He'll get the toss to the right. He's looking for a hole. He's got some room to run. He'll cross over the, <laughs> he'll get to the 20 yard line. Nice job as far as eluding a would-be tackler by jumping over him. Yeah, man. Tackler went at his legs, he just jumped over him like he wasn't there. They'll bring the ball all the way to the 19, so it's an 11 yard run. See, Darren, that's just the skill that you have. Like, I wouldn't think to jump over somebody. Second and six. Martinez in the gun. Zandier behind him. There's the snap. He'll give it to Zandier. Running right. Tries to cut it back to the left. He'll get across the 20. Looks like they'll give him the 21. It's a gain of two. It'll bring up third and four. Darren, I'm seeing a lot of room out to the left side here. Well, it is the long side of the field to the left. In a lot of room. I'll tell you what, taking a look at number 60, James Simpkins, 
He's playing in the middle of the Barons defensive line. 5'9", 3'10". Martinez will be in the gun. Jaden Zandier to his left. Single receivers right and left. Here's Martinez firing to the right. It's incomplete. He had a guy in his face. He gets it away. It's incomplete trying to hit Zach, excuse me, genuine Stutzman on the near side. It'll fall incomplete. It's fourth down. Darren, have I said recently that cheerleaders are insane? I was going to say I don't know if you necessarily have used the terminology, but you've said they've been awesome in the past. We just saw them building a tower. There is no way. I'm putting myself on top of that. <laughs> Here's the punt. Nate Pashley gets it away. He's able That's to kick it over Aaron Everline's head. It goes back to the 32. Everline picks it up, looking for somewhere to run. Finally dances out of bounds, somewhere around the 39-yard line. Little stutter step by Enderline there. That's right. So first and 10 from the Baron 39. That's where they'll start. to go in the third. A big defensive effort needed by Exeter to keep the Barons out of the end zone, even a field goal. Zach Hahn in the gun, three receivers right, one to the left. Torres is behind him. Here's the snap. He's got it. He's looking right. Pivots looking, rolling left, throws. He's going to hit enter line for about five. Bring it out to the 44. Let's see if they give him the 45-yard line. Indeed, they do. So it's a gain of six. Call it second and four. The Barons doing a nice job of just picking up small chunk yardage. Second and four, he's in the gun. Two receivers right, there's motion right to left. Torres will take the handoff, looking to run left. There is nothing there on the left-hand side. He is dragged down immediately. No gain. Excellent play by the Exeter defense. A big third and four from the Baron 45. Winding down to five minutes to go here in the third. The Barons break the huddle. Hahn again in the gun. Torres behind him. Three receivers to the right. One to the left. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. Looking right. He's forced out of the pocket. Rolling left. He's looking. He gets a defender in the air. And he's able to run for a first down. He makes a pump as if he's going to throw it. The defender goes in the air. He's able to get around him on the far side, run up the sideline. And they're going to mark him out of bounds at the 47-yard line. There's the saving grace. Now build a wall and stop him. So they give Hahn two yards on the run, bring it out to the 48-yard line. Actually, give him three. So fourth and one with the ball on the 48-yard line. But a short one. 
and before the play goes off, the Barons call timeout. 4.41 to go here in the third. It's 21-14 Barons. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Mannheim Central poised to punt, and it is away. Jaden Zandier watches it bounce and roll a little bit. Field position has not been in Exeter's favor thus far this half. Darren, I for one am really shocked that they punted there. I was gonna say that too, you only had well, sure. it's it's fourth and one. The key Try is to draw it, them off. Exeter it, can be drawn off. If you're if you don't make it though, you're giving them a short field. So right now, Mannheim Central playing the field position. Yeah. Ball ends up on the 12 yard line. That's where Exeter will have it. First and ten. Nice job by the Exeter defense forcing a three and out. Absolutely. Riley Martinez in the gun. Jaden Zandier to his right. There's the snap. Quick throw on the right side to Carter Redding, but he is nailed immediately. Buried Tried him. to get a quick flare pass out to the right-hand side, but Javier Morales, a 6-1, 180-pound defensive back, comes up, makes the hit. Darren, that name is absolutely Javier. When I heard you pronounce it before, I was assuming that, that it was Javier without looking at it, well done. Second and 11 with the ball on the 11. No response. <laughs> After the one yard loss, Martinez in the gun. Here's the snap. It's a handoff to Jaden Zandier trying to get through the line. Looked like he had a little bit of an opening, but the left side collapses on him. They'll bring it out to the 14 yard line. So a gain of three. It'll make it third and eight. These parents are not making it easy, are they, Dan? Absolutely not. We talked about how good the Baron defense is. A big third down here. I smell a big play. Martinez in the gun, two receivers left. Quick flare out to Nate Pashley. He's going to look to try to get around, but a nice tackle. Bodie Seipel, actually, it's Sonny Callahan who comes up from the defensive back position, takes his legs out. He goes down. No gain on the play. It'll bring up fourth down. And we've got an injured eagle on the field. Is it Nate Pashley? Nate took the shot low, probably below the knee. 
So they'll check on him while they do. Let's give you some scores. How's that sound? Good idea, Darren. All you, Ava. Go ahead. So Hemfield is up on Reading 33-7 to at halftime. Penn Manor is up on McCaskey 28-12 to in the third. <laughs> Conestoga Valley is up on Muhlenberg 38-0 to in the second. Ephrata is up on Elizabethtown 31-0 to in the second. And Solenko is up on Garden Spot 14-7 to in the second. And Wilson is losing to Mannheim Township 28-14 in the second. That so one we like. Some other scores, Fleetwood 21, Daniel Boone nothing at the half. Governor Mifflin 12, Warwick nothing. That also at the half. Elko 20, Berks Catholic 7, they're at halftime. Cacalico 10, Conrad Weiser 7, they're in the second. That a little bit surprising. Cacalico a 34-14 winner a few weeks ago. Read a great article on MikeDragoSports.com this week on playoff possibilities. So fourth and eight. The punt, not a good one. Nate Pashley not making that kick. They had a backup kicker there. It only comes out to the 35-36 yard line. Somebody maybe get a finger on that? I don't think so. I think no. it was just uh, maybe off the off the foot, something along those lines. Just not a good kick. It's a 22-yard kick. Gives the Barons first and 10 on the Eagle 36. Excellent field position for them. Zach Hahn comes out in the gun. Two receivers to the right. He's got a split eye. Here's the snap. It's a handoff to Torres running right. He'll get the 35. We'll see what they, where they give him. And we'll say the 33. Call it a gain of three. It'll be second and seven. You figure Mannheim Central very well may play some ball control here, winding down two minutes to go here in the third. You'd think. Hans in the gun. It's got to be another handoff to Torres running right. He's got room. He breaks free. A flag flies. He'll get the 25 down to the 22-yard line. Bring it back. It's an 11-yard run if it holds. Bring it back. But something tells me it is a hold. Waiting for the official. It is going to be a hold. So we'll wait until they mark this one off. Should take it to the 43. It'll make it second and 17. Ryan McConnell comes off with a little bit of a limp. He's out, right, though. We'll see if that benefits Exeter. 145 to go in the third. Hahn comes out in the gun. He's got a, the eye to his left. Two receivers left. Here's the snap. Fakes the handoff. Rolling left. Rolling left. He's looking. He's able to get away. Fires it deep to inner line. Who's got it? And he's in for the touchdown. Oh, my God. They all but had him in the grasp, and he still completed that. Zach Hahn did a wow, wonderful man. job of being the magician. 
as they tried to keep him in the pocket. He sidesteps him, walks up. Aaron Enterline gets behind the defense. Zach Hahn airs it out. He catches it about the two-yard line and dances in. 43 yards from Hahn to Enterline. 27-14, Mannheim Central. Wasn't even particularly all that great a pass. It was wobbly. He had to come back for it, but how effective was it? Great job as far as avoiding the rush. Able yep. to get it away. You're right. Enterline waited for it, but that just goes to show you how far behind the defense he was Right. because that ball was in the air for quite some time. Right. We await the PAT. Finally in position, waiting for the snap. Ball down, foot through it. Flag flies. And we'll see what this one is. They're going to call offside on Exeter. It'll be declined. Was the kick good? I'm waiting to see the... Hold on. Not sure if the kick was good or not. Apparently, the kick was no good. But Exeter offside, so they'll try it again. A little bit closer. All right, so it was essentially offside on Exeter. Nicks the attempt. Actually, in a situation like this, if it was good, they should be able to decline it, and the play should hold, but what do I know? They're going to kick it again. Ball's down, his foot's through it, and it is good. 1.30 to go here in the third. Mannheim Central 28, Exeter 14. We'll be back with more third quarter action. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. This is Riley Martinez, and you can listen to me throw more touchdowns all season long on Exeter Sports Network. 28-14. Mannheim Central over Exeter, 1.30 to go here in the third. What do we just have there, some offsetting? I think they they very well may have. I saw there was a hold against Exeter. Uh, As long as they don't move the ball from the 40 on the kickoff, so probably offsetting. Jerry, you know, there was a situation where Exeter got the hold, second and 17. I mentioned maybe this will help uh, as far as because they needed the big stop. And give Mannheim Central credit, they hit the big play. 
They did, and they uh, they they 100% took advantage of the opportunity given them. Here's the kickoff. It's a squib. It'll come to the near side. Carter Redding has it. He's got the 20, the 25. He's got the 30. A flag flies just before he gets to the 34-yard line. There's a good chance this will be a hold on Exeter, and it'll come back. We'll wait to see the official call. And indeed it is. Great. Feeling like an NFL game with the flags flying at will. Right? So move the ball back to the 24-yard line. That's where Exeter will take over first and 10. Exeter's fans starting to get a little loud cheering on their Eagles. A crucial part of the game. Riley Martinez in the gun. He's got Jaden Zandier to his left. Two receivers left and right. There's the snap. Handed off to Jaden Zandier. He's dancing. There's not a whole lot of room to run inside. He'll get across the 35. Give him the 36, excuse me, the 26. Give him two yards. It's going to be second and eight. I don't know, Darren. It feels to me like maybe the last five or six times they tried running straight up the middle. It's just fallen flat. Time to try something different. Yeah, you take a look. They've been trying to run him off tackle, but it's been difficult, slow running inside two and three yards. Yeah. For the most part. They've got it shut down. Martinez in the gun. Zandir's sidecar. Fakes the handoff. Martinez will get the 25. He's hit as he crosses the 25. They'll give him the 29. So give him a three-yard gain. It'll be a big third and five from the 29. It's going to be the end of the quarter. We're at 10 seconds. Exeter will elect not to snap it before the end of the quarter. And we have played three full here in Riften. It's Mannheim Central 28, Exeter 14. Fourth quarter action is on the way. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We're going to give you a few scores while we wait for teams to come back to play. Go ahead. So Hemfield is up against Reading 40-7 at halftime. Anheim Township is up against Wilson 35-21 in the second quarter. A big third and five for Exeter. Martinez in the gun. He takes the snap, hands it off to 
Jaden Zandier running right. He's got a lot of room. He's at the 50, still on his feet to the 45. They went to their bread and butter. He comes through yet again. Taken into barren territory to the 44. A 37-yard run on third and five. Darren, they switched up the plate, did a little end around. Worked out pretty well. Had him run off the right side. First and 10 from the Baron 44. Martinez in the gun. Zandier behind him. Drops straight back looking. Throws it to the near side. Hits his receiver, Carter Redding. We'll see where they take it. The 40-yard line, it looks like. Good for four? Yep, so give Carter Redding a four-yard catch. Taking a page out of the Mannheim Central offensive playbook. Martinez in the gun, Zandier to his left. This is a power formation. He's gonna run right. He's got room, he'll cross the 35, down close to the 30. Very nice. That's where they'll put it, a 10-yard run for Jaden Zandier and an Exeter first down. Okay, we've got a uh, final from Muhlenberg, 49-0. Conestoga Valley. First and 10, put the ball on the 31, so officially give Jaden nine on it. First and 10, Exeter. 11 minutes to go here in the fourth. Martinez in the guns, Zandier to his right, actually I think it could be Pharrell Caceres. It's going to be a quarterback keeper to the near side. He'll get close to the 35, excuse me, the 25. We'll see where they mark it. Flag on the field. They're gonna say a chop block on Exeter. What is that, the sixth penalty, seventh? Probably, I'll say seven or eight. Yeah. Couple were declined. So the Same. chop block is a personal foul. It'll take it back 15 yards. First and 25. That's a difficult penalty for Exeter to take right now. A nice really drive. So what do we need here, Dan? We need a quick score, a hold, and then another score. That's exactly right. Martinez in the guns, and here to his left, here's the snap. Drops straight back, he's looking, he fires it deep. Looking for Pashley, oh, he almost makes a one-handed catch at around the 12-yard line. But incomplete. That one would have been nice. That would have been a quick strike. May not have gotten in the end zone. The defender was right on him. Would have been a fantastic catch. Martinez actually made a very nice throw there. I think the Mannheim Central player got a hand on it, maybe knocked it away. So second and 25, ball at the 45. Martinez in the gun, he's got the offset eye. There's the snap, it's a pitch to Zandir running left. 
He's got a head of steam. He'll get down to the 40-yard line. Give him five on it. It'll bring up third and 20. Yeach. Under 10 minutes to go. Martinez comes in from the sideline with the play. This is one of those, Jerry, third and long. You want to pick up maybe half of it. Right. And then you're going for it on fourth down. Right. You don't have to get it all. Martinez will be in the gun. Jaden Zandier sidecar right, but before anything happens, Exeter calls timeout. Leave it here. We will leave it right here. That will leave Exeter with two. Decided to keep track of that now in case it gets a little iffy. Look at you. Later on in the fourth. Look so, at you. yeah, this is a situation third and long, and that's what Coach Bauer is going to bring. Maybe he's going to set up the next two plays because you're under... You're at nine and a half minutes to go. There has to be a little bit of sense of urgency. Correct. Uh, you, can't, you can't waste a lot of time right now because Mannheim Central has done a nice job of eating up the clock, picking up a few first downs. So at that point, you can't be chewing up a whole lot of clock right now just to give you the opportunity to, like you said, a three and out, get it back, after potentially scoring here. Right. So Martin is in the gun. Jaden Zandier to his right. Two receivers right. Empty on the left. He drops straight back. He's looking. Rolling right. Rolling right. There's nothing there. He's looking. Still rolling. Decides to fire it. It's incomplete. Looking for Jaden Zandier on the near side. There's a flag on the far side of the field. They're going to call an ineligible man downfield on Exeter. Uh, Riley Martinez scrambling around on the far right side. This was thrown all the way across the field on the left. The penalty is declined. So that'll bring up fourth down. Ashley back to punt. So Pashley in there to punt. Aaron Enterline stands at his own 10. The kick's off. It's high. It's to the near side. It'll go well out of bounds. This will be a relatively shorter kick with the ball at the 40, and they mark it. At the 24, that's a 16-yard kick. It's kind of what he was going for, right? He just didn't quite put enough distance into it. Yeah, he's kicking it away from Aaron Enterline. He doesn't want to kick it to him to have him give him the opportunity to return it. Yeah, we don't need that mess. So first and 10, ball on the 27-yard line. 9.17 to go in the fourth. A big defensive stand here for Exeter. Time running short. Hahn in the gun. He's got the eye to his left. Two receivers to the right. 
It's going to be to Torres going up the middle. Tyler Flanders grabs him first. Then a host of Eagles drag him back. We'll see where they put it. Are you going to correct him? A host. <laughs> I didn't. I just said a host. Oh, that's all I said. Or a trio or whatever I said. I don't know. So, no gain on the play for Michael Torres. Second and 10. Great that, defensive play by the Eagles. Absolutely. Tyler Flanders coming off his right defensive end position. Hahn again in the gun. Offset eye. Drops straight back. He's looking right. He fires. He's got Bodie Seipel. He's okay. pushed out of bounds by Nate Pashley. So just as I was about to compliment them on using the clock wisely, steps out of bounds. I think he tried to type rope over there, but Nate Pashley did a good job of getting him out of bounds. Yeah. So give Bodie Seipel five yards on the catch. Brings up a big third and five with the ball on the 32. Hahn again in the gun, offset eye to his right. Two receivers to the left, empty on the right. There's the snap. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking, he's rolling out. Nate Govan, the second, chasing him. He throws it to the near side for Seipel. It's incomplete. It'll bring up fourth down, and Mannheim Central will kick it away. Govan getting in his face. Definitely forced that bad pass. Absolutely forced him out of the pocket, running to his left. One of the harder throws for a right-handed QB. Yep. Can't get it there. Throws it too far outside. It goes out of bounds, and they'll kick it away. Yeah, he was just trying to get rid of it. All right, so that's what we called for. In punt formation, Carter Redding stands at his own 35. The ball up, it's a nice high kick. Carter takes it at his 26 and calls fair catch. That's where Exeter will take it, first and 10. All right, so do you go for first down? You just go, you go for that same play with Pashley again. Well, 28-14 with 8.18 to go. You're looking to push the ball pretty quickly. I would say you're probably, I mean, you've got Jaden Zandier. So is he a quick strike here as far as 75 yards? He certainly could be. So when you have someone like him, the running game is not taken out of play. Riley Martinez in the guns. Zandir sidecar right, two receivers right. Here's the snap. He's rolling right. Looks to throw it back to the opposite side. I'm surprised. Flag? Hanging, hanging all over the receiver. Luke Miller was making the play, but it seemed like he was tackling the would-be receiver before the ball got there. Hey, he was tackling him long before. How, how are you not throwing a flag there? No flag thrown. There is an eagle down on the field on the far side. I don't know which one it is yet. While they take a look at him, Jerry, do we want to take a quick break? 
We do. 8.03 to go in the fourth, 28-14 Barons. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Genuine Stutzman gingerly coming off the field, but under his own power, that's always good. Hope that's not too serious. Just needs a Snickers bar. So second and 10, ball on the 26-yard line. Martinez again in the gun. He'll have Jaden Zandier to his left. Two receivers right. The left is empty. Motion left to right. Martinez rolling, rolling. He hits Zach Zandier. He's taken down. Aaron Ennerline comes up from his... Safety position takes out Zach Zandier's legs. Yep. It'll get to the 28-yard line. Third and eight. Leaving no doubt there. That's one of those as a receiver and a big receiver. The defensive backs, in order to get you down, are going to go low and hard. Yep. And with enter line 6-3, he's got some size behind him, too. Yeah, it'd be hard to drag down. So third and eight, ball on the 28. Martinez in the gun, two receivers right, one actually left, one right. He's dropping straight back. He's firing across the middle, looking for Nate Pashley. They battle for it at the Baron 42. It's incomplete. Yeah, Pashley had to come back for that one. Uh, he was crossing the field right to left. He had to come back for it a little bit, and that threw the whole thing off. Had an opportunity to get it, yeah. but Sonny Callahan, one of those one-on-one deals, he was able to get enough of his hand on the ball, knock it away. So the jump ball goes incomplete. Fourth and eight. 7-10 to go here in the fourth. Pashley will kick it away. Seriously? Enterline stands at his own 39. Here's the kick. He'll take it at the 36. Running left to right, he's got the 50, the 45, the 40. He'll get well into Exeter territory. Two flags fly on the far side. Flags all over the place. This could be a hold or an illegal block on Aiden Dauble. He comes off gingerly. So Aiden Dauble, before he got to the sideline, goes down. So the medical personnel taking a look at him. Hmm. 
Yeah, somebody said they're dropping like flies. But, Coach, uh, Coach Bauer not happy. I don't think he's very happy with the officiating crew right now as they take a look at Dauble. So the ball marked at and looking at across the field to see where the ball is. I'm looking at them to see what, they, what they're calling. So it's at all the those flags. It's at the Eagle 35. That's where the ball is marked after enter line's return. Aiden Dauble coming off on his own power. So now we await the officials letting us know what the penalties are. Maybe this is when they need a Snickers. The Okay, so it's a they're they're calling offsetting, offsetting personal fouls. Coach Bauer can't believe it. They they called it looked like they called a punch to the head on Mannheim Central. That's literally the call that they made. I'm not even going to say anything right now because I have absolutely no idea what they're walking off. I don't think they do either. If, if they're offsetting penalties, then put the ball down where he went out of bounds, and right. then you play. They're still walking it off against Exeter. So after all is said and done... We're saying and, there's a late and, hit. And, and I say that loosely because the officials are still looking at each other. They'll finally put the ball on the 27-yard line of Exeter. And that's where it'll be first and 10. Hahn will come out on the gun. Two receivers right, one to the left. Torres is behind him. Here's the snap. It'll be a handoff to the right side. He's got a lot of room to run. He's still on his feet inside the 15. Big play there. They'll put the ball on the 14-yard line. So 13 yards for Michael Torres. First and 10 for the Barons. Hahn comes out in the gun again. It's a pitch to Torres on the right side. Looking for room, he'll get the 10 yard line. We'll see if he takes it to around the eight. How many yards you have for Torres? Is he over 100? Torres probably, well, he's probably in the 80 range, I think, right now. Okay. So take the ball to the seven-yard line. So a seven-yard run there. Second and three. 
Hahn again in the gun. Torres behind him. Single receivers left and right. Motion left to right. Here goes a pitch to Torres on the left side. He's still on his feet. Still on his He's feet. In. And he runs it into the end zone for a touchdown. That's the one. There was an opportunity on the left side to get him down. A nice stiff arm. I think there's a flag down. So hold that thought. So the seven yard touchdown on hold. And they walk yep. this one off against Mannheim Central. It'll be, a, I would assume, a hold. And it is, it's an illegal block. Okay. So, second and 13 with the ball now on the 17-yard line. Well, let's see here. 10 on the 12-yard line. And the Exeter faithful are heading for the exits. We'll call it the 13. 5.44 to go here in the fourth. Hahn comes out in the gun. He's got Torres behind him. And before the play gets started, this is going to be a procedure against the Barons, so it'll move them back further. Second and 14. This will go back even further than, yeah, probably about second and 14. This is where Dandy Don would say, turn out the lights. The party's over. 28-14, Barons. Hahn in the gun, drops straight back. He's looking, he's looking, rolling right. Nate Govan, the second, chasing him. He's able to cut back against the grain. Pick up, pick up some yardage he's taken down by Zumar Boston. There you go. Take a look to see where they're gonna mark the ball at the 12 yard line. Brings up third down at about eight. So Darren, why don't we take a couple of seconds to uh, thank everybody who helps us out game day here. Han will be in the gun. He drops straight back. He's looking for enter line. He throws it underneath, actually. And it's going to be a touchdown for Mannheim Central. He hits his receiver in the left flat. He was looking at enter line, but he goes underneath. He hits Xander Kolk, and Kolk takes it in the rest of the way for the 12-yard touchdown. There's the one. So they await the PAT. It's down, he puts his foot through it. Actually, I think it's Katie White. I think they have a female kicker. They do have a female kicker. So Katie White bangs it through. 35-14, Mannheim Central, 4.47 to go in the fourth. We'll have the rest. It's the Exeter Sports Network.
football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. 21 unanswered points for Mannheim Central in this second half. 35-14 the Barons lead. Here's the kickoff. Goes to the far side. It's still rolling, rolling. It'll go into the end zone. So it'll be a touchback. What's that song? Rolling, rolling, rolling. That indeed it was. Carter, Rawhide, right? Carter Redding just watched that roll for the last 10 yards, hoping that it was going to go into the end zone. What was that? Rawhide, right? Rolling, if, rolling, if I was rolling. old enough, if I was old enough you to be able to enough. mention that I understand if I'm old enough, a you Rawhide reference. I don't know the song. <laughs> It's okay See, if you don't See, know. Ava doesn't know the song. If it's Ava okay doesn't if know doesn't the song, know. how am I supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Come on, I liked it. <laughs> Riley Martinez comes out in the gun. He drops straight back. He's looking. Throw it near side. Tries to hit Jaden Zandier. He can't come up with it. It's incomplete. That popped off one of his knees. Yeah, hit him. tried to hit him at the numbers on the near side of the field. A little low. It'll bring up second and ten. Jerry, I will say we've seen a lot of excellent football from Exeter all year long. And yep. the schedule waited toward the end as far as who we were going to see. Here's uh, Riley Martinez trying to hit. Zach Zandier at the 40, but it's incomplete. Zach looking for a little contact before the ball got there. JV or Morales on the coverage. So you were saying? Just as far as the, the football that we have seen, the, the, you know, as far as the level of football, you yep. know, the, the offense, we've seen great plays. Jaden Zandier, we've seen his breakout season. Yep. So it'll be fantastic. It'll uh, be exciting to see what he'll do. Here's another throw over the middle. They try to hit Zach Zandier at the 40. That's too high. It goes incomplete. And we've still got playoffs to come. We've still got playoff football, Darren. We have at least one more game. We've got district playoffs coming up. We'll talk a little bit about that in the postgame. But this one is done. Congratulations to the Barons of Mannheim Central. They will be your Section 2 winners. Yep. Here's the kick from... Nate Pashley. It'll come to the near side. It'll hit at the 45. Rolling, rolling, rolling. 
Keep those doggies rolling. It will stop at the rolling, Eagle. Rolling, 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 ride. Ava, no? Ava, sometimes you just let Jerry do Can his thing. Can we add a cricket sound effect, too? <laughs> Rich liked it. Oh, come on, man. I, I don't know. The cricket reference was pretty good. Actually, he just shook his head. He didn't like it either. <laughs> All right. So, Mannheim Central has it first and 10. Ball on the 49-yard line of Exeter. Han will come out in the gun. He's got an offset eye. Torres behind him. Here's the snap. Torres has it. He's running right. Not a whole lot there. Zach Zandier grabs him from behind. Torres drags him for a few yards. A flag comes in from behind. It'll be a hold against the Barons. Oh, they're good and fast calling that one. Not taking their time anymore. Somebody wants to go home. It'll bring up second and 20. Moving the ball back into Barron's territory, bringing it out to the 41. Or take it back to the 41, I should say. Four minutes to go here in the 2023 regular season. Jerry, can you actually believe it? Just yesterday, it was the last weekend in August where we got the season started, and just like that, it's the last week now of the regular season. We blink and it's over, Darren. That's right. <laughs> Torres running around the right side. He's got a lot of room. He's gone. Nice play, Not actually, quite. by Carter Redding to cut him off at the 20-yard line. But he had the sideline. Give Carter Redding credit. He cut that angle quickly. but it'll take the ball all the way into Eagle territory, put it at the 18. 41 yards on the run. Now if you were asking, yes, he definitely is over 100. There he is. Hanun's in the gun. Here's a handoff to Torres running right. He's got some room. He'll get down to about the 10-yard line. They're still trying, there. They are. It looks like uh, the 13-yard line, so give them five yards. So, yeah, it seems like we just started, man. I mean, 10 weeks just buzz by like that. Zach Hahn will come out in the gun. Torres will be behind him again. Expect another handoff, and it is. He's running right. Running right, he's got the five-yard line. It'll be a first down. Call it first and goal for the Barons. And before we actually go any further, another flag comes in. Yes, there is. They obviously have some size on that right end. They've been running right this entire drive. Playing to a weakness? Or a strength in their case. See, it's, it's a half empty, half full thing, isn't it? Yeah, 
taking a look here. It'll be a hold. Take it back beyond the 20 to the 21-yard line. Well, that'll teach you. That'll be first and about 14. They actually call a personal foul on Mannheim Central. For what? Can't say I know exactly what it was. No, I asked uh, Tom Legath a, a couple of months ago, why don't the refs here have a microphone? They're not that expensive. Well, I think for the longest time, it, it's high school has the rule that college had for such a long time. In college, when there were penalties, they would not announce. It was only the NFL that they would announce the yeah. number of the player. In college, for the longest time, they would not announce the number, basically to protect the player. Yeah. They didn't do that. Now, within probably the last 10 years, they started announcing the number in college. But I can pretty much be assured that's why they don't do it here, is basically to protect players. So here's a run coming to the near side. Can't get anywhere. Nice tackle there, Gavin Reiking. Trying to run the left end. I'd still like to hear a, you know, the, the, the referee give some type of a call, like personal foul, kids being a jackass, <laughs> you know, something like that. There they go. Ten yards. Holding. Never. Uh, that's it. The probably my <laughs> most favorite, my most favorite call. It was a personal foul, Just giving like giving him the business. That literally was the call. Personal <laughs> foul, giving him the business. <laughs> giving him the business. <laughs> giving him the business. That was the that was the call. Being That's sassy. fun. <laughs> Zach Hahn hands it off. No, he doesn't. He's going to pass it. Runs to the outside. He hits his target, trying to get into the end zone. He'll get inside the five. It'll be a first down. Bodie Seipel on the far side, able to get around the defensive back. Take it down to the five. It'll be a first down and first and goal. We did see that some, somewhere. We saw a we saw at a high school stadium where the ref had a had a microphone. I don't remember where we saw it, but we did. Han under center now. He's going to hand it off. Trying to get to the end zone. Tackled short. Sonny Callahan. Clock under a minute to go. We'll see if they try to punch it across or if they take a knee here. One year ago, Exeter came away with a 21-17 victory. Nate Pashley intercepted a pass. The Barons on the Eagle 2 as time expired. Yes, indeed. Han under center. He's got it. He's going to hand it off. Running left, fighting for the goal line. Did he get there? Yes, he did. Touchdown. I believe Sonny Callahan mm. ran off the left side. 41-14, Mannheim Central. I think that's one of those sending a message touchdown deals. And that's for last year and the year before. 
right? Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing else to that. Because we destroyed him two years ago, correct? That's exactly right. So Drew Greiner, a 5'9", senior on for the PAT. It's good. It's Mannheim Central 42, Exeter 14. Mm, we're staying here. I figured we were. 16.2 yeah. seconds on the clock. Have you got any scores? Let's look. We ought to tell him no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We, we thought we did, but no, we don't. All right. Heaven forbid I should uh, act <laughs> as the producer. So the final score of the Hemfield Reading game is 46-7 to Hemfield. Mannheim Township is up on Wilson, 42-28 to in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Penn Manor is up on McCaskey, 38-18 to as the final score. Uh, Conestoga Valley is up on Muhlenberg, 7-0. to zero, Yeah, that, that was that's never updated, one. but uh, you actually gave that final. Zip, yeah. Yeah. Never mind then. Mannheim yeah. Central, that's us. They had a running clock the whole <laughs> Governor time. Governor Mifflin's up half. on Warwick, 19-14 to as their final score of the game. Well done, Eva. So Mr. Ricketts give you a good uh, review over your, over his observation. Are you asking if I know that he did or that you said I'm asking that he did? If, if you know that he did. He gave me a thumbs up, so I'm going to take that as a yes. Yeah, good. All so right. the ball's on the tee. They're ready to kick it off. Fleetwood beat Daniel Boone. These are all finals, 42-0. Effort of 38, Elizabethtown 12, and Garden Spot 38, Solanco 13. So the ball's a squib. They'll bring it out just over the 30-yard line to about the 33. Ran into his own man. Took off up the field, ran into his own man. That's the symbol of this game. How's that? Work for you? Yeah. You are completely silent. I was. In fact, Ava, go ahead, give us these Section 4 scores. Um, Elko is up on Berks Catholic, 34 to 21 is their final score. Final score of the Cocalico Connor Weiser game is 24 14, Cocalico. <laughs> don't, they just something? ignore him. Yeah. Anyway, I just got a text from Mr. Ricketts. I did give her a good observation. Awesome. Thank you, Mr. Ricketts. <laughs> um, why missing is up on Lambeter Strasburg, 18 13 is their final score. We are at triple zeros here in Exeter. Mannheim Central takes the victory 42-14 over Exeter. We'll be back with post-game comments after these commercial messages. All season long, you've been listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Though the streams are swollen. Keep them doggies rolling. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game. 
college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdie's Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. You used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago's stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out, all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. This is Riley Martinez, and you can listen to me throw more touchdowns all season long on Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Riften. Mannheim Central with a 42-14 victory over your Exeter Eagles. Jerry, taking a look at that first half, it was, it was one in which Exeter was able, again, a big play. They take the 14-7 lead and give... Mannheim Central credit. They don't panic. Uh, Zach Hahn all game long, and even, of course, in that first half, very cool, very calm, very collected, puts together a drive, and they weren't rattled. They didn't get rattled. Jaden Zandier, the big touchdown, the big pass to Nate Pashley, and they come back less than a minute to go. They punch it across the goal line, tied at 14. And that's when you kind of knew that it was going to be a dogfight. Yeah, well, you know, he, the Eagles hung with them through that first half, but uh, they they just uh, they couldn't muster any more points. They couldn't make it happen in the second half. So Mannheim Central, to their credit, hey, guess what, man? They put the foot on the pedal, 
And they gave a little payback, as I said, for the last couple of years. Indeed, they came out there in the third. They had a drive. The one thing when you take a look at it, it's something that it, uh, it challenged Exeter in these last three games. They faced teams who had a, a nice balance of run and pass. Mannheim Central, of course, another team that has, you know, with Zach Hahn, they had Michael Torres in the backfield, Aaron Innerline, Bodie Seipel, a nice mix of receivers as well. So even when their opening drive ends up in a punt, the defense showed up. And that's where, I don't want to say it was a backbreaker, but certainly mm -hmm. through the momentum in Mannheim Central's favor, yep. where Martinez is back, He's got a lot of pressure. He's looking to get rid of it, throws it right in the middle of the defensive line. Right. It's intercepted, and he runs it back again five, six yards for the score, and that took some of the air out of out, out of Exeter. Yep, it certainly did, but you know what? It, uh, credit to the team. Credit to the team. You know, it. it <laughs> all that talk that we did in the first half about how, you know, everybody is uh, – Everybody was trepidatious about this game. Well, second half showed why. It absolutely did. And I would agree. Give Exeter a lot of credit. If you would have asked a lot of people, even going into halftime, as I mentioned, even Coach Bauer, do yep. you think it's going to be tied? You know, what, what's your feeling? If it's 14-all going into halftime, how do you feel about it? I think Coach Bauer would have said, I feel pretty darn good about it. Because at that point, with the talent that – Mannheim Central has to be able to match them, uh, that's going to give you a bit of confidence going into halftime saying, you know what, we can play with these guys. 100%. And uh, Mannheim Central just turned it on. And they're the Section 2 champs. Good for them. Good for them. Absolutely. So when you take a look at that scoring in the second half, as we mentioned, they were outscored 28 nothing, 28 unanswered points. Right. Again, some of those coming late for Mannheim Central. But give Exeter credit again. The defense, even when Mannheim Central came out in that second half, they forced a three and out. Then I think the talent of Mannheim Central started to take over because yeah. that's where Zach Hahn getting the ball to Aaron Enterline, a 43-yard touchdown pass made it 28-14. 1.30 left there in the third, and then you get to the fourth. Mannheim Central still had their foot on the gas. They put another three TDs up right there. So it was one of those where Mannheim Central also had some, which is something usually Exeter does as far as wearing them down. Mannheim Central had the size in order to wear down Exeter, leading to some big gains and, again, that final 42-14. Yeah. But it, what a darn shame that we couldn't repeat as section champs. But this season is not over. Darren... No, it absolutely is not. They will have a district game. Exactly how that all plays out, we will find out once all the power ranking numbers and everything else comes into play. They were actually number seven coming into today. There was a possibility if they lost this game that they could still get a home playoff game. We'll see exactly how, as I mentioned, that all plays out. But there is at least one more game in yes. this 2023 season for Exeter. 
Now it's not going to be in the in the conference playoffs, okay? Because they have Eastern Conference playoffs. It'll actually be in district, so we will certainly wait and see as to what happens there. Jerry getting taken to the side there, so we take a look on the field. The Exeter band, as they often do, will play to close out this evening. Give kudos to them. The Exeter band has been entertaining us with national anthems and, of course, their performances during halftime and, of course, uh, post-game as well. So appreciate their talents. Appreciate the cheerleaders, them bringing the energy every single game. And let's go back to the players. Yes. You know, the, the players, again, the reason that we're here to bring your kids to you uh, their exploits here on not only, of course, the football field as it has been this year, uh, but, of course, in basketball and baseball and softball and wrestling. But a lot to look forward to. Uh, certainly your seniors who have set the example from last year, learning what they did, in fact, over the last two years and where the program has come from. And those seniors who have imparted on the sophomores and the freshmen and the juniors of this year. And you take everything that you have here, you look at the accomplishments, Coach Bauer with his 100th victory earlier mm -hmm. this year, a fantastic yep. accomplishment. So Amazing. you take a look at everything that's transpired this year and a lot to build on. And, and again, I, I don't mean to close this year out yet. Not yet. But from a standpoint of what there is to look forward, Jaden Zandier with an absolute breakout year. Riley Martinez, as a sophomore, a lot of experience. Bring him back as a junior. Yep. And certainly the talent that they have at wide receiver, a lot to look forward to. Yeah, there, there's no question about that. And, uh, you, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we've talked this game to death. So this conversation is just fine. I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more, Darren. We're... We're not through this season yet, but there's nothing wrong with looking forward to next season because we got some good stuff coming next year, man. Absolutely, and you, you do. You talk about the renaissance. It This year may not have ended the way that we would have hoped it would, but let's face it, the talent that we saw on that field, there's a lot to look forward to, and, and it, it, I would consider it a successful year if you can get to week number 10 and you're still playing for a championship. All I'm right. sorry, Darren. No, that's okay. It's uh, quite loud here. It got loud. What it, are they doing to us? It, it did. So, Jerry, we'll see as far as what happens with Exeter and their district game. Those, those power ranks, it, it, it usually comes on like Sunday. They get us... The yeah, I think they'll probably have something updated, but yes, it'll be it'll be probably weekend, maybe Monday, yeah, uh, depending on when the powers that be want to release it. And I think even if for those maybe like Ryan who would take a look at all the percentages and figure it out because he can, we'll just uh, tell Ryan. He he very well, you know, would do something like that. So w let me ask you a question. Sure. What do you think of the playoff game? Muhlenberg's done. What do you think of the playoff game, having Ryan come and call the game with you?
We're the, doing this on air. The, the silence was intended. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Are you kidding? The awkward silence? Absolutely. Brian and I, we, we uh, enjoy each other's company. We have a fantastic time calling games. No, that, that literally was. In fact, the second you asked the question, the first thing that shot through my head was, I can't answer this right away. I just have to wait. I just have to wait. I so we'll ask Ryan if he's available. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll see as far as what happens. We'll see if it's a home or an away game, mm -hmm. where they potentially are playing. If, if it's far away, he might not want to travel. Uh, that plays a factor. Sure it does. It always does. Sure it does. Well, that basically wraps it up. We can talk about our sponsors, Jerry. Let's uh, go ahead and thank them for supporting us all year long. How about if we start with the new Birdies Inn? Uh, our unofficial home away from home. How about if we go with Musos, who provided us food all year long here in the press box. And amazingly, everything was great. Everything was awesome. How about if we go up to Laureldale and thank the folks at Margaritas who provided the food up there f for them on the Mule Sports Network. How about if we go with Lancaster Full Service Painting? who uh, John did some great work in my house. And uh, if you need somebody to do some painting, John's your man. Go back and, and, and listen to the podcast and get his number if you didn't already write it down. And we also have, of course, MikeDragosports.com. The best, bar none, absolutely best high school sports coverage in Berks County, if not freaking Pennsylvania. Without a doubt, absolutely privileged to have Mike Drago here in Berks County as far as the experience that he has, the journalism, the integrity that he brings to sports journalism. So, yeah, if you haven't checked that out yet, you are missing something big time. You know, I when I got up Saturday morning, I went to, to right to Drago's site, and I only saw, like, three, three games uh, wrap-ups posted three or four and I went oh geez I hope he's okay right because they're usually all right there now I just missed it I just missed where they were but I, I texted him and I said Mike you okay and he called me back he, he was on his way to whatever to why I'm missing or something why, why did you ask me if I was okay I said dude there's only three I, I thought maybe something happened to you and he laughed and he said, oh, well, you know, I, I, I guess you just missed it, but everything was up. But I'm really touched that you were worried. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So this is the community we're building. Absolutely it is. Well, friends, that's a wrap on the 2023 Exeter Eagles season. Unfortunately, regular season. Regular season. It comes to an end with a 42-14 loss to the Mannheim Central Barons. Stay tuned as to whether or not the Exeter Sports Network will take care of the first round of the we district will. playoffs. We can do one. Well, I'm just saying they can yeah. stay tuned. So as far as when that may occur and all of those details. But uh, before we do that, also want to thank everyone here at Exeter, Tom Legath and staff for providing us, of course, the excellent location here in the press box that we can do our thing week to week 
And as far as accommodations, we couldn't ask for anything better. Excellent, amazing accommodations. The thanks go to Tom. The thanks go to everybody who's a part of the game day crew, from Dean to Anthony on down the line. Uh, the school board, Superintendent Christy Howler. You know, we get support from all over the place. And we have a really nice situation here in Exeter. And we are so thankful for everybody who helps. And all the great people here in the press box with us. And who are we leaving out? Ava. Super intern Ava. We're not Absolutely. leaving Ava out. We're not leaving her out. She is an absolute fantastic addition here at the Exeter Sports Network. She's done a fantastic job all year round. Uh, look forward to what she's able to bring not only here, but also as, as she graduates and you know moves forward. I'm hoping she's going to want to extend her internship for basketball. That would be good. All right. Well, there you go. If she listens to this, she knows that the invitation is out there. Yeah, the invitation's so you, already been proffered. So you may hear that return, that reply sooner rather than later. All right, folks. Well, there is a wrap from the Exeter Sports Network. Again, Mannheim Central 42, Exeter 14. For producer Jerry Gelliff, I'm Darren Ziner. Thank you for joining us. Have a great evening. God bless. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Football on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by the new Birdies Inn. Located at five points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Now it's on to the playoffs. Join us next week on the Exeter Sports Network for Exeter Eagles District 3 Playoff Football. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night. Good night.